Chris and Jeremy, you idiots. What's this I hear about Monster of the Week? Balls. We came up with that idea years ago. Chris Mosier. And I'm Nissa. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I and a guest talk about the TV show Supernatural. And we're here with your feedback and joined by the ever amazing Nissa. How are you today, Niss? I'm good. How are you? Super good. Chris, are you doing well? Are you alive and safe? Everything okay? Hanging in there, bro. You know how it is. Glad to have you, Nissa. Glad to be here. Um, for those that don't know her, uh, Niz has been a part of our community since it feels like forever, like since it, like 2005 or something, even before the podcast yeah. existed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's think, been a complicated journey with her. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were one of the first like four people on the Discord, like the day that I started it or something. That was it was super great. Um, I joined it a couple of days after the Discord started. Okay. I recently found out. It's wild. Wow. Yes. So um, thank you for being such a great part of the community. First off, I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, it's been such a blast like getting to know you online for a while. And it's going to be fun to talk about Supernatural in person, sort of. Yes. Uh, I swear that like two weeks into the Discord, you said I want to be on the Season 11 feedback episode. So <laughs> 25 <laughs> years later, we're finally Calling here. Me out. <laughs> <laughs> we made it happen. I'm curious, because uh, everybody knows me and Chris have been watching Supernatural for a while, but when did you start, and like, kind of what's your, what's your Supernatural history? Um, so, gamers will remember, in <laughs> 2015, uh, a game came out called The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt, and um, I was really into that. Uh, it came out in May uh, of 2015, and I was at a birthday party in July. And I was speaking to some people, um, kind of talking about the only thing I can sort of talk to people about, which is TV shows. <laughs> and this girl who had, I believe she had a Supernatural t-shirt on. She had like a phone cover that said, I would rather be watching Supernatural. And um, I was really into The Witcher at the time. And I really liked the lore and the monster hunting and stuff. And uh, she mentioned Supernatural. And that is a show about two brothers that hunt monsters. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. That sounds great. So me and my boyfriend started the show that night, actually. And uh, yeah, actually, um, I wasn't even too into the show at first, to be honest. And like, don't send me hate mail. But I kind of really hated Dean at first. Wow. I thought he was a jerk. Um, But yeah, I liked the show. I thought it was it was okay. Um, But I'm not really a fan of procedural shows. so. Um, up until <clears throat> season four, I was kind of like, I liked the show, but I wasn't really into it. And uh, then 
season four happened, and my <laughs> favorite <laughs> character in fiction uh, ever uh, was introduced, and I was hooked from that very moment, actually. Um, so yeah, and then I binged it um, in just a couple of months, and I remember um, that season 10 was over, because it was the summer break, mm -hmm. and season 11 had just started airing, and um, the episode Just My Imagination <clears throat> was uh, the first episode I watched live, so okay. it was really cool to watch uh, season 11 <clears throat> season 11 as it aired yeah that's fun that's cool so that's i mean i guess that adds another layer as to why this this season is one of your favorites if it's the first yeah. one that you got to watch live that's pretty cool i think so yeah do you uh have you ever gone back to that and met that chick again and been like thank you and also i hate you for what you have done to me <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely i have friended her on facebook and uh, i uh, stalked her dms for a while <laughs> extremely and good. also extremely uh, good. I gave her a t-shirt, a Supernatural t-shirt, when I saw her again at a convention. That's nice. So that was good. Yeah, that's something that um, I think is going to be relatively unique, um, having you on the podcast, is because you participate mm. in the fandom um, Yes. probably more uh, than most of the people that I know, uh, definitely, um, and, more, most, and more than most of the people in our Discord, specifically. Um, to the point where, like, you're somehow getting people to listen to this podcast, like, while standing in line places, <laughs> and that's wild mm -hmm. to me. Like, I can't, I don't, I, I barely want to talk to anybody in real life. So the idea to, to like, hey, do you like this podcast? Like, it's a but, it's two dudes making over real dumb jokes. Like, you're gonna have to go for a while to get into it. You ever is, heard of is, Scott is, Bro? <laughs> 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 you know who Scott Bro is. <laughs> Um, how did you like get started in that? Like, did, were you into fandom in general before Supernatural came along, or like, what was? How did you decide to go um, to your first con? Not, not really. I mean, I've always been a nerd, and I've always like, um, I've always had things that I really liked and, and was really passionate about. <clears throat> excuse me, passionate about. But um, I so I, I got really into Supernatural. I tried to stay away from um, the online community and, and fan spaces because I didn't want to get any spoilers as I was watching. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember that I got this like um, really cool book for Christmas that had like all this info and all these pictures of season one to I want to say nine. And when I got the book, I was like, ha now I got to get this signed at a convention oh, as a joke. Yeah. Um, but then I started watching these videos on YouTube because there's a lot. Like, the cool thing about this fandom is that um, a lot of people um, tape um, the, uh, the panels. So there's, like, really great uh, high-quality panels out there on YouTube, and I watched what feels like all of them. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed uh, watching those. So I was like, well, I need to get on that. Uh, so I was able to get tickets for a convention that takes place in Rome called Justin Bello. And that's where it started in, I think that was 2017 when I went to my first con. Oh, wow. And yeah. I mean, we don't get as much, so <laughs> I'm not from America, as people probably um, have noticed. I'm from the Netherlands, which is in Europe, and we don't get a, a whole Thank lot Thank you for catering to here. the dumbass American audience out here. I'm from no! The Netherlands. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm being 100, that was not sarcasm either, by the way. I've gotten where you live like, wrong four times to Chris. He keeps correcting me. <laughs> <gasps> 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so we don't have a lot of conventions to choose from, uh, unless we fly to the States, of course. But uh, yeah, the one in Rome is a big one. And actually, I was kind of I was only going to go to one time. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Like, I am a complete introvert, and I'm socially anxious and awkward and everything. But just being there and, like, everyone... I mean, every, everyone was so nice, and and whether you want to or not, you're gonna make friends. <laughs> so that was actually really great. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it might be a little. <laughs> um, I think we have to ask because we can't have a conversation with you um, without bringing it up. But you are maybe <laughs> indirectly, if not directly, responsible for opening our eyes a little bit to the the phenomenon. I would say directly. I would say directly, directly okay. responsible. Yeah, um, for opening our eyes to Destiel content and the idea that uh, these two dudes and the show were extremely into each other. Um, <laughs> was that from day one? Like when you. Obviously, like you started watching Supernatural and we're like, uh, this guy's kind of a dick. But like by the time Castiel was introduced, were you like, yep, they're in love. They're going to be there together always and forever right now. First, give me a second to savor this because that's amazing. If anything is my legacy, then let it be that. (laughs) Um, Well, actually, so, um, yes, the very, very first second cast was introduced, I... um, immediately shipped it which is um which was kind of weird for me because uh at that time i i had never had a queer ship i thought i was straight and i have no idea where that came from like the thought never occurred to me that something that's not canon and also queer like that, that would never have occur- occurred to me to ship something like that. Right. But I found their chemistry undeniable. Um, even though, like, I I wasn't in the fandom, I had never heard of Destiel. Like somehow I was on the internet without ever having come across it. Probably because I wasn't on Tumblr. Um, <laughs> and yeah, from the very first moment, I uh, I immediately shipped it. And actually, what's been really great for me is that through the fandom and through shipping Destiel and that community, I uh, discovered that I am bisexual. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's extremely cool. That's one thing about the supernatural Mm -hmm. fandom that I um, really appreciate, like from afar is just like how much the community supports one another in terms of finding their own sexual or gender identity or whatever it is. Like the fandom just is Mm -hmm. really, really supportive and seems to kind of lay a lot of foundation for people to be who they are. And that's, that's really tremendous when it's a show about two very hunky and very obviously straight dudes in real life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's pretty impressive that the show inspired that that kind of stuff. So thank you. Thank you for opening our eyes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for being open to it. But I I don't think that's exactly true because I feel like it's been a while since I listened to the episodes, obviously, and you guys were a little, mm, you weren't mocking it exactly, but you, it was, you weren't no, like yeah. super anti. I don't think that we were mocking it, but it always did sort of feel like, almost like a, not a joke, but like we're being humorous about mm-hmm. it, because it was like a, uh, it, 
it, it, not a not a trope within the fan, but it was like a thing. Like everybody, like, you're into mm-hmm. supernatural, you hear about Destiel. So we were sort of like speaking around Apparently. it and like <laughs> joking about it, not making fun of it, but joking about it mm-hmm. until it just became to the point where it's like, no, we're just, we're just on board with this now. Yeah, yeah, that was way too long of a look. What are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, and there's still so much stuff coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that brings us to to season eleven. Um, so yeah. like right off the bat, like uh, was it just because this was your first kind of live season that you wanted to? Because I, I I think I asked you like a couple of years ago now of like what season do you want to guest on? Like I'll I'll let you cherry pick which season and you chose this one. Which what's the one that what what was why is this one your your favorite season or the one that you wanted to talk about on here? Um, I think watching it live for the first time has something to do with it, but I mean you guys also said it on the cast like. It feels very much like season four and five. Um, I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe it's because it's so big and mythology has a lot of mythology again. Um, but I just thought like the writing was really good overall. Um, the the feeling is there. Um, I just I just really love this season. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wrote in, and we'll we'll read people's responses a little bit later in the episode. But um, someone said that the reason that this season works so well is because it has a lot of heart. Um, mm-hmm. yes. And comparing it to completely agree seasons like one through five, specifically, I guess two through five, I think is where they really kind of started. Like the 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 hmm. the actual relationship and the the family dynamics start really coming in. Is a, a lot of heart was there and. Um, I don't, I mean, people can listen to our episodes on it. Like we don't hate six through 10 or anything. Like we, we got a lot of joy and frustration out of those. But for a lot of that, the boys are arguing and fighting each mm-hmm. other or whatever. And season 11 felt fresh to me just because a lot of that was worked out with words. And, and then like that becomes a theme for the whole season. Like it's almost like a yeah. family bonding kind of season, which is again, just really interesting in a show about shooting guns and yeah. <laughs> and and hunting ghosts. Like, I don't know how you, you know, feel about it, Chris, but what do it's you... like they they have their massive fallout at the end of season four and they were there literally like punching each other in the face and it's this huge thing. And that was earned because it was four seasons worth of of conflict of of they love each other. They're trying to get along, but they're they're both heading towards different paths and of course there's this cosmic thing pulling them in different directions anyway um but that was so earned and when sam goes dark side obviously i'm, I'm you know a sam fanboy but when sam goes dark side <laughs> it's it felt good because it was earned for the character it was or- earned for their relationship for all that to, to transpire and then in season five things were a little bit rocky but they figure it out blah 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 and then like season six seven eight nine like there's always something going on where they're now at odds at each other with each other again and it's like man they don't even they don't even like each other it seems like this show makes it seem I know that they have to and this isn't across the board, of course, I'm talking in, in generalizations, but um, they just like always had something. There's at least an episode here or there where there's a little bit of drama and it just felt like that's not really necessary all the time. Um, in season 11, I can't think of any real drama. Like there's like some there's well, there's drama, but they don't there's not really conflict between Sam and Dean. They they have opposing views on different things. They argue about stuff, but at the same time, that's. They're arguing together. They're arguing yeah. arguing for a common goal, even if they have different feelings about it. And it was very refreshing to see them back on that same page. Um, and I think that, you know, even if Amara and all that entire plot line fell flat on its face, just the representation of Sam and Dean throughout this felt good. Yeah, 100%. I could not agree more. I, I mean, you guys have said it. 
uh, throughout the years, but I think Supernatural works best when they're both on the same side. And there can be some tension and some drama, of course, because uh, they're supposed to be humans and that's what mm-hmm, happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just works way better if they're fighting a common uh enemy yeah and perfect example of it's a brief conflict and i would have been fine if they spent a little bit more time on it but um dean making the the comment to sam about i don't think i can i can kill amara like i don't have it in me because (laughs) of the hold she has over me uh and you know sam you're gonna have to do this so sam taking that on and then later on when the mark of cain pops up again there's like no way in hell dean would ever let sam accept that mark knowing everything (laughs) that he knows about it um, but it's it's not up to him. Sam has to do it, and he art and he says to Dean, "Dude, this is what you told me. Like you said, I had to do this, so I made this decision." It's the kind of thing that would have been like a three episode blowout. They'd be talking about it in the Impala after every case. It would just be a whole fucking thing, and we would get tired of it. But this time, it was it was a conversation where they clearly one million percent disagree <laughs> on doing mm-hmm. this, but they just have to go with it because they're on the same side, and that's just the way it is. And it it felt good to see them at that place finally. I think it's interesting you say that, especially as a Sam fan, because I, I actually felt that while I liked that Dean sort of accepted it um, because they did have that talk, I feel like they did not spend enough time on that because Sam just fucking took on a Mark yeah, of Cain. Yeah. Hello, did we not just have right. an entire fucking season on uh, <laughs> why that is a bad idea? It would have so been. I was actually nice. a little disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly would have been nice to to see them back Sam's decision up. But I, I guess they didn't because, I mean, there's a million reasons why they don't back up what Sam does. Um, I can complain <laughs> all day about it. But um, they, it seems like they didn't back it up this time because it was just going to not be a thing. It was just going to go away in a minute. So, like, yeah. I guess, you know, we're not going to wring our hands over it. But, um, yeah. I felt like it was sort of rushed as well. That ep- A lot happened in that episode. And I think that's a problem that they often have at the end of seasons um is realizing okay wait we've got a lot of plot to still get through we gotta really hammer all this home uh and season 11 you know did it pretty well but there is some mm-hmm. i mean we got god in the mix suddenly so they're really <laughs> speeding over some things as we get to to the mm-hmm. final confrontation um but overall it still works and yeah, we had to make sure we had room for the the werewolf attack you know for sam, yes. to, <laughs> sam, to, sam to kill five werewolves while he's nursing a bullet yeah, wound. we had to have an episode where sam gets shot in the stomach that's why i know that he's fine i can't wait to start season 12 and have it be like sam's dead forever jared Pedalecki's a ghost um but it's uh i mean it's just like I, i've seen him take a bullet you know he's all right <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know that that brings me to something that I want to talk about is the the lack of kind of duds in this season. There's usually mm. um at least four or five episodes per season where I think because of the podcast I've come to appreciate them a lot more because mm-hmm. generally if there's an episode that I don't particularly like very much or that there's just not enough like meat on the bones that's where me and Chris just go completely out of the box and start making the weirdest jokes ever. Um, so I find myself appreciating those, but like season 11 just doesn't have a lot of that. Like there's very few episodes on here where I was like, okay guys, let's go. Let's, let's get it up. I mean, there's, there's a couple. Mm-hmm. They're werewolf when it comes to mind. Uh, I think it's probably the biggest one <laughs> for me. But uh, and I know people like that. I don't know the, why. The podcasting, the podcasting is a double edged sword because we can make, um, you know, we can have a fun time talking about a bad episode, but also we might think of an episode as bad because we have to take notes and record about it. When, if we were just watching it, we go, yeah, all right, that was fine. Yeah. So it goes both ways. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, there's, there's very few episodes that stick out to me as like really terrible. Uh, and you know, I, I just, even the ones that we didn't really 
bond with like i think the wrestling one is in this season if i remember right is um i don't remember any of these episodes (laughs) somebody in the feedback is like listing out uh, um episode numbers and i was like i don't know what that is i don't even with the context i have no idea what you're talking about i need more information please can you send me four screenshots maybe i'll recognize it then um But yeah, like even the wrestling stuff, which I didn't really care for overall, like it was still, I don't know, like they still managed to pull it off in a way that was was super interesting and not like some of the season 10 stuff, I think was just like they were hammering home so many obvious parallels that it just got to be kind of eye rolling. And I I don't, I don't think season 11 did that. Also, season They did it with one episode, I feel like, and that is episode 13 called Love Hurts, like that uh, kissing episode. The kissing episode. See, you already forgot. <laughs> the kissing, <Yes>. you say. <laughs> the one with the, the transmittable disease through kissing, showing your dark, see. Oh, darkest desire. I, a babysitter oh, yeah. named Stacy is having an affair with a married, bo- yeah, yeah, married yeah. boss, Dan. Yeah, Stacy's yeah. heart is ripped mm, out. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Thanks, Supernatural Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> to the rescue. I, I should have mentioned Stacy and Dan. I'm sorry. Yeah, if yeah, you had you know said Stacy, we- Dan, <laughs> Scott, bro, I would have been right on board. <laughs> We're such a stickler for the for the character names on this <laughs> yes. episode. You know all the characters. You know what sucks? There was a period of time where I 100% I did know. Like, I knew extras names. Uh, I was always bad with actor wow. names. I've always been like that. Um, but the random one-off characters in certain episodes, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so, so-and-so. And those first five seasons, I've seen them so many damn times. I had it down pat. I thought, I'm going to be good at this podcast. I'm going to know my shit. And look at us now. Who's yeah. Scott Bro? <laughs> Who's Scott Bro? <laughs> I love when we get new people. This is this is so inside baseball. This to be ridiculous. But we get emails from people all the time that are, are, are like tweets. It's like, hey, I just started listening to the podcast. And I love it. I'm on the season two. Like, how many spreadsheets are you guys up to? And I'm like, <laughs> kind of drop that. that real fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, this what's your what's your favorite episode out of out of this group? You think? Stop! I can't. Um, <laughs> well, it's really hard not to mention Baby because it's just so good. It's one of the best episodes Supernatural's Supernatural has ever done. So that's the easy answer. Mm-hmm. I also have a really I have a spot in my heart for um, and this is a Bucklemming episode. So that's wow, that's oh, something. Um, that's episode eighteen called Hell's Angel. Um, just because I really love the um, Cassifer stuff um, when Dean confronts him. Uh, I just think it's a really good episode. I forgot but, that we, like Sam went into Lucifer's cage and then Cassiel <laughs> was possessed by Lu- Like, I knew that oh, Cassiel was possessed mm. by Lucifer. That was a big plot, but I forgot how we got there. <laughs> Season 11 a is, a, is, is a wild ride. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask you about all the Cassiel stuff because I feel like for most mm. of the season, Castiel was sidelined as like a at most mm-hmm. a B plot, but like most of the times like a C plot. Even um, like when yes. when they bother to put him in their show at all, and then where's Cass? Where's Cass? Mm-hmm. Everybody, and then for the last like I think you know uh, six episodes, he's playing a totally different character. Like Misha Collins doesn't like barely gets to do Castiel. He's mostly doing Lucifer, which. Uh, as we mentioned in the show, I thought he did a, an extraordinary job at to the point where I got tired of it. Like I didn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> good job, Misha. Um, but like, how did like I know you're like up there with the lar- largest Castiel fan of all time. So like, what? How did wow. you? I'm just saying that, that I know anyway. I don't know anybody else, but uh. <laughs> I don't Damn. know any people. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the things um, that I like less about this season um because Cass is having a hard time 
it starts with everyone he knows telling him how worthless he is and how pathetic and weak. And even Sam drives that home in, in the vessel. Yeah, he's like, even dude, you're much, just a fucking fish. You're so weak. <laughs> um... So that wasn't fun, and I don't feel like they really got to resolve that, um, which really sucked. I loved the moment between Dean and Cass in the Impala, of course, where they go get some booze, even though there's plenty of booze in the bunker. He just wanted some alone Um, time. Not enough for the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fair. Um, And I I really liked that Dean um, validated him and and told him he was appreciated because Cass needed that. Because my baby was so depressed. Um, But yeah, as a Cass fan, um, it is interesting that I like season 11 as much as I do. um, Because my favorite character is absent for most of it. But I, I also really like how Misha uh, played uh, Cassifer, so that sort of makes up for it. Mm-hmm. But one of my biggest gripes about season 11, as as a Cass fan, is that I was really disappointed there that there's not a scene between him and God, because so much of Cass's story resolved around God mm-hmm. and him having questions, feeling abandoned, and that's especially apparent if you do go back and watch season 4 and 5, um, and I know we had the whole Lucifer and God thing um, that I hated as much as you guys did. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, so maybe they felt like it would be too much of a repeat to also have a, a God and cast scene. But I felt like that was a really big disservice to him as a character. It would have been really interesting just to see them have a moment. They wouldn't even have to say anything. What, what could Castiel say <laughs> to God? But just to have that sort of mm. acknowledgement, that connection... Um, because you're right, that was a big part of, of Castiel was was questioning the the person that he's been um, serving essentially this whole time, mm-hmm. and God put Cass back together right after Lucifer blew him up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, I there's didn't some, even several times there's something there. We um, didn't bring this up, Chris. There were like after after Lucifer gets kicked out of Castiel, like there should definitely have been some conversations happening or at least like a mm-hmm. look like they didn't uh-huh. that entire last episode like I, Castiel didn't even like look and go like what the fuck how did you guys get yeah. God what is going on <laughs> <laughs> when, did, when did this guy show back up <laughs> I feel like he was aware there is a look like when they go to that bar or whatever like Crowley Rowena um, Chuck and Cass um, Cass does give him a look um, and I think either he gives him some water or he tell sam to go get him some water or whatever but that that no i didn't think that that was enough (laughs) uh this just because you just named everybody who was at the bar um, except this season i think did a really good job except for sam did Um, i not name sam um this season does a really good job it on purpose to piss chris (laughs) no um (laughs) this season does a great job of uh of giving us that ensemble cast which it's often there but it rare that everybody gets together in a single episode and it just feels like not everyone is always important throughout a season or I don't know. It just, it just feels like they really got it right this season. Um, It felt like we had a big cast of characters that you actually started to care about. And uh, I'm sure lots of people cared about these characters before I did, but in different ways. And it was just cool Mm -hmm. to kind of see the whole team back together. And also when you were talking about how Sam was mean to Cass a few minutes ago, I was just thinking like, yeah, like at the end of the last episode, he just like makes Cass leave. <laughs> but I forgot that that's not what happened. So in my head, they're walking into the bunker. 
Uh, Sam still thinks that Dean is dead. Castiel is like, hey man, if you need anything, like I'm here for you. And he, and in my head, it's just like, you know what, Cass, you should just get out of here. <laughs> you know, I need to be alone. But I forgot that the lady Tooney, um, she <laughs> used she used her whatever the sigil and, and made Cass bounce. What if but, they um, walked into the bunker and and Sam just looked at Castiel and was like, it's my turn to play the Xbox. You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Castiel trying to follow Sam into the bunker and he's like, oh. Uh, oh, uh, what's up, were, Cass? You were Dean's Ooh, friend. Uh, I was thinking of just. Hitting, uh, I, th- I mean, I thought Dean's not here. I don't know if you wanted to still. I mean, if you want to hang, you can come in. For, I guess. I mean, if you want to, uh, <laughs> do you need do you need the guest bedroom for like a day or what are you yeah. what are you what are you looking for? So what's your yeah? What's your plan? What are you thinking? Because I got a lot of rearranging to do. You, you thinking rent or um, helping out with the bills or what's it? How, how is this going to work if you're hanging out? <laughs> You know, Dean finally comes back and he's like, man, shit's kind of weird between you two, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he finds out like six episodes into season 12 that Sam's make a cast pay rent. <laughs> it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you working at the at the gas and go, Castiel? You're not a human anymore. Well, I gotta, I gotta pay Sam. I gotta pay rent. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. No wonder yeah. people don't like season 12. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have any of this good, good content. Yeah. Um, I got. I gotta ask. No, but, like, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say that you are right. That um, they really establish an ensemble cast like more than they have, and they are gonna continue to do that, which I was really happy about because I love Sam and Dean, and I love Cass, obviously. But um, Supernatural has so many great side characters um, that we should see more of. <laughs> My favorite series are always the ones where you know maybe maybe your favorite characters are the protagonists. Um, but it branches out to the point where you could have a whole episode or chapter of a book or whatever it is that follows other characters and be just as engaged in those. And yeah. it's it's kind of rare sometimes to, to get that. Oh, dude, just mm-hmm. just watch the CW DC stuff. Like they go all in on this stuff. <laughs> like it's I gotta dude, I gotta bring it up again. That Nancy Drew show on the CW is doing a pretty good job with this. <laughs> I'm invested. There's a lot of very weird stereotypes that they keep throwing at us, but other than that, I'm pretty invested. Both, um, like all of the mainline DC characters who I associate as just being like superheroes, they all have extreme crews with them now like at one point i turned on the arrow and he had like eight dudes um <laughs> and like you know like a whole div- i say eight dudes but like a diverse array of crew around him and he's i got was a just squad like, he's got a squad and i'm like <laughs> isn't isn't he supposed to be like kind of like a vigilante do we need does he really need eight other vigilantes around like what are we doing here <laughs> he's got a lot of friends now there's a lot of that's a lot of vigilantes to go hi- in one hideout you know what i'm saying yeah. maybe you should spread yeah. this around <laughs> Um, I just hope that we get a lot more scenes of the Impala packed, like the boys up front and then three people in the back. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, so what I wanted to ask you guys, at the end of season 11, we get Mary Winchester back. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I remember being sort of confused because, um, you were like, wait, she she died. (laughs) How does this happen? (laughs) Um, I'm sorry. She, <laughs> that's so mean. Sorry. Uh, please continue. Because <laughs> um, she said, um, <clears throat> I wanted to give you what you needed most, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, mommy issues aside, <laughs> I was expecting, I think a lot of people were expecting John Winchester. Uh-huh. And I know Jeffrey Dean Morgan is busy with The Walking Dead. 
Um, so that was probably not even an option. But I wondered what you guys thought of that and if it surprised you at all. Or, I mean, I know you knew that she would be back, but... Um, and yeah, in terms of the episode, I... I guess, I mean, when I started the episode, I certainly didn't expect her to show up at the end of it. Um, when they went to her grave, I thought, well, they haven't done that in like mm-hmm. 22 years. This is pretty wild. Um, I know they've gone in the show before. But yeah, I was I was surprised to see them do that. And then when she said, I'm going to give you what you need, I thought, well, that that sort of makes sense. I guess that that's I'll, I can draw a line between those two things there. Um, but I mean, going into the episode, I certainly didn't expect her to show up at the end of the season. Um, I do wonder how much of that was affected by, we can't get Jeffrey Dean Morgan back, so we'll go mm-hmm. this route instead. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have a feeling I might not like it, but in terms of this one episode, this one reveal, I'm, I am super interested in this idea. You know, Dean has obviously had an incredibly complicated relationship with his, with his father. And I think originally, like when Eric Kripke created this family dynamic, I don't think he intended for uh john to be as like sort of villainized as he's become Mm -hmm. and you know with good reason Mm -hmm. that he's that he's villainized but i guess it's the way that somebody might look at their own father right like you know Mm -hmm. if you have a shitty dad he's still your dad for a lot of people it's like yeah you know maybe he was pretty awful to me but i love him because he's my father he took care of me like he's eric kripke or or the writers back then were clearly coming from that perspective and that's where sam and dean are supposed to be but then the fandom over the years has been like dude that guy was fucked up are you kidding me (laughs) um so it's like you know the show has started to reflect that and the boys have started to reflect that with you know given time away from their immediate relationship with their father it seems like you know Mm -hmm. the the tone of how the show thinks about him uh has has shifted um with the fandom so in that regard it makes sense that you know mary winchester was not only was she a hunter, um, but she she was somebody who who was a very positive force in, in Dean's young life. Uh, so I I can see, she, I mean, he, she's like, yo, you got mommy issues because you're into me in a weird way, and I can tell that there's this sort of milf thing going on that you're not fully <laughs> digesting, and we need to. I'm just gonna give you your mother back so you could sort that shit out and start projecting onto darkness, okay? Because I don't need it, Dean. Um, your boyfriend needs you, and I don't need the whatever you're putting on me. It's not about me. You need to talk to your mom. Um, it was an Oedipus thing. That's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> sure. I, uh, I, and I'm kind of with Chris, like regardless of the availability of JDM, I think that Mary was a good pick just because you get away from all of that baggage that John Winchester has. Like, mm-hmm. And I think it would be interesting, assuming that Supernatural doesn't do what Supernaturalists want to do, which is kill off their female characters, um, to have Mary in these boys' lives. I think it'd be even more interesting. And if I haven't said it before in the podcast, like, Season 12 is basically all new territory for me. Like, I knew this twist. I'm aware of other twists in, like, season 13 and 15 just because of the internet. But, like, I don't have any context for them. And, of course, we watched that Wayward Sisters episode way back when, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be very interested if these boys, like, were reaching out to her in a way that made her deeply uncomfortable because she just doesn't know them. Mm-hmm. And, like, she pulls back and wants to do her own thing to an extent because... Like, there's maybe one or two episodes I can take of the, you know, she came back from the 1980 and now she's, Mm -hmm. what is technology, fish out of water kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's going to be like, like Sam's going to have a lot of emotional baggage with this woman. And she basically. He's going to be so weird around her. He's like, he couldn't, he couldn't go four (laughs) seconds around God without being like, what are ears, right? Like when his mom comes (laughs) back, it's going to be kind of freaky. 
And also, like, <laughs> hey, mom, I'm sorry, but we ended up killing your dad later. Like, that's going to have to be dealt yeah. with. Um, it, actually, he said, "I say we," but it was me, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I meant it as a royal we, just to. to yeah, I don't um, think I had I mean, a soul it, at the time. It's very blurry. It's very point. confusing. I might have. <laughs> Can't really remember. I could have been possessed by Lucifer. That happened, but, but I mean, you know, some of that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I'd be, I'd be very interested if these boys uh, reach out and they want more than Mary is willing to provide because she's just a normal, resurrected yeah. human being. She's like, "Yo, I can't be your mommy. You're yeah, older like, than me. Yeah. Like also, are you seriously making me pay rent? <laughs> what is this? I can't believe this. <laughs> Why doesn't Cass have to chip in for groceries? Cass doesn't eat. He's an angel, mom." <laughs> But yeah, like I'm, I'm super interested to see the way they handle this stuff, and and also just from like a straight up want more, you know, women stars in this show want more of perspectives, mm-hmm. and and hopefully like writers will come with that, right? Like I want that too. So I'm hoping that all of that stuff like kind of goes in line and goes where I want it to be. Um, I, you know, the stuff that I have absorbed through the fandom, like I, I really don't know that much. Like it's really tough to tell because there's such a divide. There seems to be such a divide on Mary coming back or Mary versus John or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. I personally just don't need the dad. I don't need John Winchester back in the picture at all. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need him to, I don't need the boys to quote unquote, forgive him for stuff that they seem to have already worked out themselves by this point. I don't need, I don't like, and I'm sure if it happens, like I'm going to be like, Holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am emotional right now because Jared Padalecki is being emotional on screen. So I, that just gets me nowadays because I'm, you know, I'm that dude now. You're different now, man. <laughs> I've been changed. This podcast has changed me, Chris. Yeah. Um, but like for now, I'm I'm completely happy that Mary came back. It was such a shock, and it's it's I think it's really interesting. Like I'm I'm kind of here for this cosmic being doing some cosmic shit and the boys getting a boon. Like that's something that they don't mm-hmm. often get from all of these forces that they interact with. Um, and it's marks the second or third time it's happened. Like God brought Castiel back for Dean and now Amara has brought Mary back for Dean. What does yeah. Sam get in all of this? Sam did, like, he's over there Sam with like a Nintendo shot, 64 dude. and that's it. <laughs> Sam gets shot. I think, I mean, Sam I didn't, gets the I didn't, rent money. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I understand, I guess. Uh, the motivation to bring back Mary because they've made the show a lot about family and it's a great gotcha moment at the end of the season because you're like um huh but yeah I don't I don't think I if I was Dean and Amara was like I'm gonna give you something you really need and I'd be like a cool sword is that where we're going I need a monster slaying <laughs> no, no, sword no. but that's ask- just Chris <laughs> yeah that's just me that's me um because I mean I loved that that I guess we'll talk about the ending. I loved that there was like a happy resolution to the situation. Obviously, like Amara and God, like they're pretty like we gotta hold them accountable for some shit, but you can't because they're <laughs> gods. Like it's beyond us. It's it's too big for our britches here. It's it's a lot. But I liked that you know Dean didn't have to sacrifice himself. Um, God and Amara didn't kill each other. It was just like we're gonna okay we're gonna shake hands. Season eleven has a happy ending. Fuck it. Let's just have a happy ending. And then, like, 25 yeah. seconds later, Sam gets plugged again. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. <laughs> He's still recovering Allegedly. from the end. Oh. <laughs> he gets plugged so many times. Yeah. Why lot. you gotta plug Sam? You're I didn't go to college constantly. for this. <laughs> yes, you did. You just mm-hmm, don't know mm-hmm. it. Um, what, did, what did you think? No, I agree. It is. I'm curious. Yeah, it's, it's like Supernatural always has really, really great season finales. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they knock it out of the park almost every time. Uh, but I really, this one is really special because there is no big fight. I mean, we got the big fight the episode before, I guess. But 
that the resolution is just through talking and family is, I think, really special, especially for a show that's about family. Mm-hmm. But that's actually why I really, really love it. Yeah. I would have actually hated it if they had used a bomb and she would have been exploded and Dean would have been dead or whatever. And, you know, that would have been really boring. I did not expect this when I first watched it. I really didn't. But I do think that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, it it goes a long way to show a level of character development in Dean that the show yeah. doesn't just doesn't do a whole lot of like they do it but like you don't you very very rarely get to see it to this extent where he puts aside all of his kind of his like violent urges I guess and is like you know what I've been talking to Sam a whole lot maybe I could talk to this woman and convince her to talk to her brother <laughs> and then that's when she's like oh yeah you got mommy issues we got to sort this out bro. <laughs> Um, but it's it's really nice that because you can kind of see him like struggling with this and like struggling to talk about the revenge angle and things like that and having to be emotional with somebody that he has this weird connection with that's not that's like almost non consensual in a way like where he just he feels mm-hmm. compelled not almost he, 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 he just feels compelled that he's connected to her through the mark or whatever and it's like you can see him struggling with the emotion and then he does it and i'm like oh okay i thought he was just gonna like jump on her like surprise it's your birthday and then we're gonna have to deal with all this <laughs> stuff um so mm-hmm. yeah it's I, I i really really enjoyed it like i thought the finale was great <clears throat> how was it waiting for a uh, uh, cliffhanger for the first time because i i knew that pain back in season one so <laughs> <laughs> um god it's bad. I actually do not remember. I think I just rewatched because I've seen the show. I start so I started in 2015, but I've seen the show like four or five times um, in those few years. So I think I just immediately started rewatching. Um, I was in the fandom by then, so I just reading up on all the theories and all the things. Uh, it was probably hell, but I don't really <laughs> don't really remember. There was a lot of fan fiction that helped. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Dean's Diary on the Monster of the Week yes. Discord. <laughs> yeah. um, any, any final thoughts from the two of you on season 11? Chris, you can go first before we move into feedback. This, I've said this on the podcast, but this is probably my favorite season since five. Um, I have a lot of fond memories, even, you know, the episodes I've talked shit about or the seasons I've talked shit about over the years. I have a, a fondness uh, for a lot of them still, but overall, this one just really delivered on just about everything I want from Supernatural. Um, again, I've, I've complained about Sam not always getting his due, I guess, or like not having anything to do, I should say. Um, and this season, they they don't give Sam always a lot to do, but they managed to include him. So I like, as a Sam fan, I felt like, okay, he's still there. Like he wasn't completely sidelined, which I guess was part of my issue with season 10, right? Was that I felt like he didn't have any, he's just kind of there. He's there to like tell Dean like, Hey man, you shouldn't like don't murder anybody, bro. All right, please. Um, and that's just, that's how it feels sometimes anyway. Um, but season 11, it just felt like it used everybody. Um, obviously Castiel was missing for a lot of it, but then they bring Misha back at least in an interesting way. So, um, it just feels like they, they they got it right. They got the formula right. Even where I wasn't always super interested, maybe um, in the overall story, it just feels like they did it right. Had heart, like you said at the beginning of this episode. Nessa? Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of quick things. I loved the representation this season. We had Jenna the cop who wasn't straight. We had the two female moms in Safe House. Um, and I mean specifically like LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus um, 
uh, representation. Then we had Jesse and Cesar in the Chitters. Chuck saying he's dated both men and women. Um, which, by the way, means that Becky dated God. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. We never really, dating we never really touched on God. that. <laughs> it would take that. I mean, if you're coming off of Sam Winchester, like you're going to need to go up a level. <laughs> yeah. So I think Fair. I feel like that's the only Fair. right direction to go. Like you're not going to go down to Dean. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you just need on a height level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing you can't really tell from the end of season 11 is that Chuck is eight feet tall throughout yes. every single it's Actually, <laughs> they frame it so you can't tell, but. <laughs> Um, and we've got some cool new characters. We have Billy the Reaper, whom mm-hmm. I really love. She is just amazing. And we have Eileen, who I also love. Um, and I love how much they focused on um, the future, like possibly retiring after hun- hunting, which is actually the ending that I would really, mm-hmm. really hope for. Um, by the way, this is really weird, because when we planned this, Supernatural should have been over by oh, now. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I should yeah. have been here crying because it's, it's over. It's a safe spot. If you need um, to cry, like we can we can take a break or right, we, could just, right. <laughs> we could just record it and I'll set some music to it and Chris yeah. will do um, some thinking face joke and we'll be into it. Like, we can get into it. Nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's also something I really liked that they did. Um, it was just a really great season. Cool. Well, everybody that's listening, uh, we're going to take a quick musical interlude and we'll be back to read your feedback. BRB, everybody. thank everybody who uh wrote in and tweeted at us or emailed us and gave us all of your thoughts and feelings about season 11 and supernatural in general uh if i didn't get you or um i edited your stuff i'm sorry sometimes we just try to keep these 
I'm not going to say concise because there's some that are definitely not concise, but I tried to eliminate du- duplication of effort. Let's say that. Um, so, but thank you to each and every person. I try to respond to all of that stuff. If I didn't know that I definitely read it. Um, I'm going to start us off and then we'll just kind of go around the room. Okay. Uh, first one is from Cheryl. Cheryl says, hello boys. I've been waiting for this episode for a long time. I definitely should have written, realized what episode this was. Don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read ahead just in case. Oh, this is the Chuck is God thing. Um, no, because then you added the music. I don't know what it... Let's find out. Let's explore this email together. <laughs> Hello, boys. I have been waiting for this episode for a long time. I usually listen right away in my car when Ubering in between rides. You what? Do not pause this when you're Ubering. I want this on full blast with the Uber yeah. people in the back. Let them listen to. Let them get the, into it. Um, but then I knew I would cry hearing you talk about it. So I waited and finally listened this morning, and then you added the music. Good thing I wasn't driving. This episode is so good and so funny. When I finally got my daughter to watch Supernatural, we had to keep pausing and rewinding because we couldn't stop laughing. I just wanted to let you know about my Chuck theory. Not putting it on your page because of spoilers. So I think this is the season five finale, and I put it here like eight oh, years damn. ago because um, I'm apparently good <laughs> like that. Um it sounds like you know where they go with him. Okay, yeah. So I think Chuck was a prophet in season five and disappeared and went to heaven. I think he was a different type of prophet from Kevin. I think God decided to use Chuck's visage to interact with people on Earth in this episode and in the future. That way Chuck's story isn't changed in the future. Everything that happened in season five is still valid. And so what he does later, because he is a different being, but he was also controlling Chuck to a certain extent earlier. Anyway, thanks for doing the show. It's great. And my grandson is impressed by all my new gamer knowledge. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that's... I know we didn't really... I guess we didn't really talk about this, but like the reveal that Chuck is God is is super interesting. I know like it was a huge theory for a long time, and they confirmed it. Like Me and Chris were both kind of back and forth on it because why introduce God? But I think they handled it pretty well. But I think what, what Cheryl is saying is that the Chuck that we saw back in the day wasn't God and it became God later. God chose Chuck's mm-hmm. face because mm-hmm. that dude is very handsome, I guess. Right. That the, mm-hmm. <laughs> God just chose Chuck because he can play the guitar and sing well. Like I would, can, if I could. Yeah. Cause he wrote like 27 supernatural novels, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is an interesting so, theory. I asked the actor about this at a convention, Rob Benedict. Um, mm. And you know, like they're not the writers. So they, they can only offer their perspective, um, but that is what Rob said he thought was the case. That Chuck is a vessel that he, that God used, but he wasn't... I mean, God made everyone right, so mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but yeah, that Chuck was his own person. Okay, That's cool. what he thought. I, liked, I personally, I, I would like that theory, because it, it eliminates a little bit of the fun of like Sam and Dean showing up on his door and like knowing all the shit about the characters from the books and like just... A little bit of that slips away when you realize, oh, that dude was God. <laughs> like mm. he was playing dumb the whole time. So I, I'm, I'm, I mean, whatever. Regardless, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it because it's easy to forget that any of this stuff happened, right? Like now Chuck is God and presumably gone from the show forever, so I don't have to worry about him. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you want to go next? Okay, this next one is from Claire, aka Mothboots on Twitter. Um, they said, I have a couple questions since I've been wanting to write in for a while. Number one, do you guys go back and listen to the whole episode after you record it and edit it? Um, I used to all the time. Um, just because I don't know, it, part of it is like a is a narcissism thing of just reliving a conversation <laughs> uh that I had, like a funny conversation I had with my friend and now I can listen to it. Um 
And then also to make sure I didn't say anything horrible that I would be ashamed of. Uh, <laughs> Like defending a racist truck? Uh, yeah. yeah, like defending a racist truck. <laughs> or to and, listen to Jeremy um, edited specifically so that he can be exposed yes, for what yeah. he is. <laughs> so, so, or, or if Jeremy, if you tell me that you've put in something, like, yeah. oh, I added music here, or I did this, I usually will just end up listening to a whole episode. Um, but now I, I don't, I, usually I don't anymore because, um, you know, I trust Jeremy. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely did it first. Um, and I, I did this with all of my podcasts where I would listen through to the whole thing while I edited. It was pretty much the only way I knew how to do it until my setup changed a little bit. Um, and now I can just go back through and kind of spot check stuff and do it that way. Um, I still will put episodes on in my car from time to time. I feel like uh, I edit with headphones in a pretty quiet environment. So listening to it in my car to make sure that it's kind of the volume is is normal and not all over the place like just to kind of check myself but i don't really ever listen through the whole episodes except for the season five finale episode uh-huh. which i go back and uh-huh. pat myself on the back for all the time so speaking of narcissism <laughs> there's been a few where i've listened to like a like a part i guess somebody references an episode on the discord and i'll go and i'll be like what are they talking about and i'll end up laughing at stuff that we said and i just feel like it's, <laughs> it's okay because like i'm like yeah somebody else said that that was that was chris from from Eight months ago, I'm not that guy anymore. It's fine. I'm laughing at a different guy's joke. This isn't weird. But yeah, I, I laugh at my own jokes. It happens. I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or not, but uh, that's definitely happened to me. And I find myself laughing to Chris's jokes the same way I was laughing eight months ago. <laughs> so it's just like there's two Jeremy's and we're both just fucking dying uh. about something Chris said. And I'm like, well, this is good. I've got a friend from eight months ago. <laughs> this, do you ever re-listen to the episodes that you uh, edited <laughs> and recorded? <laughs> Uh, absolutely not. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, okay, number two. How do you feel about Supernatural ending? I feel uh, sad, and I feel relieved, and relieved is the wrong word, but it's good to know that there is an ending, and that they aren't getting canned, or they're not, like, something bad isn't happening, so the show just stops existing. I'm glad that they picked a season so they can end it on their terms. Yes, exactly the same. Yes. Claire, why you gotta bring this up? Yeah. Why? <laughs> How do you feel? Nice? Um, and the, Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, the same. I'm really sad. I, I wish it didn't have to end, but I'm glad they're ending on their own terms. And I'm actually really enjoying season 15. So I'm really curious to see where they go. It's exciting that they like have officially confirmed, like, yep, we're finishing it this fall. Like we're all good. Cause obviously because of the way the world is right now, they had, mm-hmm. you know, kind of gone on hiatus, which is a little nerve wracking when you think like, oh, they're not going to be able to finish it. But great news. They are going to finish it. Yes. Um, and the third question from Claire is, if you had to pick a favorite character that's not Sam or Dean, who would you choose? Um, Ooh, I mean, tough. the easy the easy answer is Castiel. I'm trying to think like, mm. a little bit deeper to see if there's somebody else. I mean, back in the day, I really, really loved Bobby. Um, I don't know. What do you what do you guys think? Uh, Sheriff Joe. Yeah, oh, was yeah. Joe. Who's Joe? Who's Sheriff who's, Joe? Who's Joe? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Sheriff Jody. I think uh, Jody is uh, um, having watched all of this and talked about it in depth. Like, I think Jody is up there with Cass and Bobby, if not even like mm-hmm. above Bobby at this point for me. Um, she's. I mean, the the character is great. Her dealing with this as a quote unquote civilian, um, the the tragic loss of her family, but. I think her not turning into a hunter on a quest for revenge is mm-hmm. like a, a really mm-hmm. good bucking of the trend of hunters. And um, of course her kind of coming a home for 
I don't know what you would call it, but like a, a group of family that maybe is just like out there, like a, like a group of some sort of sisters, I think is, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for though is. Maybe <laughs> just stop get it. this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's You're really, on your own. I think, I think that's super interesting. Like I think her, um, yeah. kind of collecting these lost souls and trying to guide them is, is, is super great. And it and she's just a delight. She's an absolute delight. Anytime she's on an episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time she um, she's in the show, they deepen her character and they do it in a really, really good way. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm also really impressed with that. And I think that's also my answer. I love Jody. Yeah. Right on. All right. Thank you, Claire. Niz, you're next. Oh, God. This yeah. is Nico, a.k.a. Walter Shipman on Twitter. <laughs> um, and he's also in the Discord, I believe. Yes. Uh, and he says, okay, I gotta do it. Fuck Mary Hunt. Brick Holmes. Brock Buckner and Scott Bro, and okay. you guys can start. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, I, you know, I hate to say this. You know, Uh-oh. I hate it. Uh oh. But you gotta hunt Brick Holmes, dude. He's like a, he's a too monster. Too powerful. He's, he's too, mo- he's too powerful. You can't have that guy hanging out. Have um, you seen that dude's stats? I've got his, I've got his rookie card right here. I can tell you, like, I can read to you his stats. They are impressive. Yeah, you know, Brock Buckner is a college student, bit of a meathead. Um, unfortunately, given the scenario, I'm going to have to choose to marry him and I'm just going to have to hope that he's a normal enough bro. Like, you know, I'll give him the Xbox 360. I think that's all he needs. And he'll, you know, he'll hang out in the other room, we'll live together. We'll share meals together. I just hope he's chill. But Scott, bro, you know, I'm getting down with Scott, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go with, like, I'm going to go the same. And I just want to add with Brock Buckner that he's, he's, he's young enough that I feel like I could, you know, open him up to the world. Mm-hmm. So I feel like mm-hmm. me and him are going to go on a journey no. together where me and Scott Brewer is just like kind of a, like a one night thing. And I'm going to have to take a shower, like several showers. Sure, sure, afterwards. Sure, 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 sure. This, this is super weird for you. You do not have to participate. You, if don't, you, don't, have, want you to. don't have to answer. We should go to the next is, question. This is a super awkward part of our podcast. No. <laughs> no, no, I would hunt Brock Buckner because he is way too young. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not he's too young. He's entertain die. any. Yes. He's too young. <laughs> I hate children. Um, so I gotta hunt him. And now that's a really tough choice because now it's between Scott Bro and Brick Holmes. <laughs> you know I'm impressed by those gains. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. So I gotta do it. I would marry Brick Holmes. I'm oh. just so impressed. Uh-huh. And I I would fuck Scott Bro. Damn. Okay. Scott, Scott Bro can look like whatever busy. you want because he's imaginary. Yes, exactly. We invented him. <laughs> Scott Bro is going to be busy. I'll uh, I'll have to find the Facebook meme that I found for a small city. And it was like one of those like starter kits for the city of whatever. And I'll tell you what Scott Bro in my head as I was making that joke would look like and see if it changes either of your opinions. I'll send that to you uh, all later. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Abby the Loser, who named themselves that. I did not have anything to do with that. AKA Abby. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to drop a link in the show notes on on her Instagram. Um, If you were both uh, in charge of writing a Supernatural episode together, what would the plot be? I'm going to answer for Chris right off the bat that it's Mm -hmm. going to involve hunting ghosts no matter what. Like, there's going to be a ghost. Like, we're going to have to go find a ghost somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. I love love a haunting. It's my favorite thing in the whole world is a good-ass haunting. My favorite Witcher quests, to bring it back to the Witcher, are the ones (laughs) where you're hunting ghosts, bro. All right? I love a good ghost hunt. Vampire hunt. I like. I love me a good vampire. But all right. In in this episode, the three of us are writing this together. 
um, somebody's getting a ghost slaying sword. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to bring it up on this <laughs> okay, podcast okay, okay. before somebody gets a ghost slaying sword. Okay, they think wait, that wait, maybe wait, they have wait. to. Okay. Let's make it. Let's make it local that we go to um, Mrs. Nick of the Woods to talk to like okay. an old college professor, and he he uh-huh. bequeaths the sword to Sam. Yes. yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, Sam. Thank you for taking up the sword in my honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Chris forgot we were writing for Supernatural. He's just writing himself into it. Yes, yeah, no, 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 I'm in it. I'm I'm the victim in this one. I'm the ghost, and I I, I have. A, <laughs> I'm the ghost. I have a ghost sword. Sam has to fight me with his own ghost sling sword and kill me. But I, but at last, I'm at peace, and I look at him and I say thank you, and he'll say to a true warrior, I thank you, and I'm and then I disappear. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm, we're all in agreement. Good episode. Miss, you got a you got a B plot you want to add to that? Like, is, is, what's Castiel uh, getting up no, to on what, the boys? What are Dean and Cass uh, doing? <laughs> Dean and Cass are fucking, obviously. Oh, Excellent. perfect. Yeah, excellent. excellent. <laughs> all right, Chris, you're up. Mm. Excellent. Um, okay. Um, this one is from Denise. They say, still catching up. About to start season eight on the podcast. What is everyone's favorite season? And are there any episodes that always make you cry? A lot of them make me cry, including Swan Song, one of the most perfect episodes I've ever seen. Um, but I just think of the kids singing at the end of the twenty or two hundredth episode, and it makes me cry. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Okay, both of those Swan Song for sure. I like, can't watch that episode without getting teary eyed. Um, when when Dean says to Sam as Sam is punching the shit out of him, and he says, "It's okay, Sammy, I'm here for you," or whatever. Like Dean, fuck, dude, I can't, I can't even talk about it. Um, and yeah, despite how um, despite how goofy I would think this this choir of children singing a musical rendition mm-hmm. of Supernatural, it gets me every damn time. Um, so are, I'm gonna think of some others. What about you guys? Uh, Bobby dying. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. episode's really sad. And um, the Imaginary Kids episode actually. Um, just my imagination, just our imagination. Because <laughs> um, uh, it's just so sad. Yeah. And um, baby actually. Oh, oh, really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't like I know. I think the end of season eleven was getting me. Um, mm. I'm I've I've got a real soft spot for uh, interpersonal family relationships, and anytime the show gets pretty close to that, I it'll 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 trigger my cry reflex pretty mm-hmm. quick. Um, some of the like very specifically like the dean walking into death um and just like kind of casually joking about it but like then kind of breaking just a little bit when he said like i want my ashes scattered here and he's gesturing to the cemetery that his mm-hmm. mom and presumably the father are buried at we, they didn't bother to go to john's <laughs> grave so we don't know it's it's a drive um and by the way everybody that has been adding me and saying like why would they have to burn Barry's <laughs> body it was a joke guys i was just joking <laughs> It was just a joke. We definitely remember that she burned on the ceiling. That's the whole yeah. premise of the show. Yeah. We definitely oh didn't forget that or anything. Yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. We're terrible. Um, um, we make the Mother's Day joke every year, Jeremy. We got to remember this stuff. <laughs> there is a um, there's a random scene in uh, season one where it doesn't make me cry, but it always gets me like weirdly emotional. And it's when um, they never do anything like this again. They drive by, they f- finish their case, whatever. They're driving down the street, and Sam looks out the, w- the window of the car, and he sees um, the ghost of Jess. And mm. um, Laugh-In Yearly Died by the Rolling Stones is playing. And for some reason, when I did like a rewatch of the show, because I didn't really care for season one the first time I watched it, but every rewatch after, I appreciated it more and more. And on like a second or third rewatch, seeing that scene like set chills down my whole body. And I don't really know exactly what it is, but it's just this like very in-your-face 
like woman in white scenario almost but it's like i, I don't know um that shit always hits me really hard do you think it's and because uh, her name is jess yeah it could be um i i know obviously i talk about sam quite a lot but every time that sam has a big failure um like when he uh kills lilith and he turns to Dean and he says, I didn't know. Um, like every, every one of Sam's giant failures, all the things that he fucks up that everybody hates him for, all that stuff really um, makes me emotional. And I think that's why I relate to Sam because I just, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm a huge failure. And like, this is like all of the awful things he does is how I feel about my life just on a way smaller scale. Thankfully, I haven't started an apocalypse, but I do feel like. <laughs> that you know that. of. So seeing that kind of like reflected always kind of, it always gets to me. Cool. All right. Uh, Niz, I'm sorry. We're giving you a really long one. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do my best. This is Riley, a.k.a. at they or she. She says, or they say, I started listening to Mantra of the Week last autumn, not long after the start of season 15. I originally watched Supernatural when I was a freshman in college, working through all eight seasons that existed at the time, largely on my long bus commute home. I'd been planning to pick the show back up after season nine, but, well, one season behind became two, two became three, and eventually it seemed too daunting and I didn't bother. But I always fondly remembered Supernatural. Flash forward to 2019, my boyfriend at the time and I had both been avid Tumblr users when we were younger. A Strike point he one! used to tease me <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> by calling me a super hulock and me defending myself by saying I don't actually like Sherlock and insisting I wasn't that big of a fan of the other two. At that point, it was about six months until the planned air date of the final episode of Supernatural, and I realized that watching the entire thing from season one, episode one on... on and being fully caught up in time for the grand finale might actually be doable. Added incentive would be Monster of the Week, the Supernatural podcast I'd heard that Jeremy from that X-Men show I liked did. <laughs> With this show as my companion, I began working my way through the series. I outpaced the podcast sometime around season 4, am now fully caught up on Supernatural, and am on to season 10 of the podcast. But I still wanted to write in for the season 11 feedback. Hearing the two of you talk about the show has been great. Not just because you're funny dudes, but because you're happy to talk about Supernatural as a serious piece of media. Not just to throw away trash for teens that many dismiss it as. An in-depth look at the show's plot, themes, and characters gets me thinking about it more and adds to my own enjoyment, enjoyment as I watch. I no longer call Supernatural that show I used to like when I was in college, but instead eagerly cite it as straight up one of my favorite pieces of television. And I look forward to following Monster of the Week all the way to the end. All the best, and hope this wasn't too long, Riley. Thank you, Riley. Thank you very much, Riley. I um I always find it interesting when people make that comment of like we are able to joke about Supernatural, but also talk about it seriously. And it makes me wonder what other Supernatural podcasts are out there doing. Like me and Chris are, are pretty adamant that we don't listen to other Supernatural podcasts. Um, I I listen to the one about the novels that one of our listeners uh, does, um, and then I we're very good friends with the highway to hell women. Cause we guessed it on one of theirs and we want to bring them on one of our episodes at some point. But, um, I, like I don't listen to it day to day because I get all of my supernatural enjoyment through watching the show and talking to Chris, but it just really makes me like question, like there's other supernatural podcasts. I've been going for a long time. Are they like just dismissing it as trash constantly? Or like, is <laughs> well, it, it just is all a weird like real thing fandom that... or like what's happening over there? So many of my friends are always like, wait, what? Like supernatural. And I used to get like, yeah, you know, oh, it's, like, it's pretty good. And now I doing the show has given me the confidence to be like, no, the show kicks fucking ass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, also, I, people, I, uh, not to be like this guy right now, but I feel like people do have a, a from what I've seen on the internet, a, a tendency to very much dismiss stuff that they presume women are really into. Um, mm-hmm. Like the way that people treat Twilight, which is like not good. But, like, nobody gets really mad at me for liking, I don't know, like, whatever, like, shitty, like, sci-fi movies I might like. Or, like, whatever, like, junky fantasy novels I read. Like, nobody gives me a hard time about being into that. But then suddenly, if you read Twilight, which is probably the same level of literature, you're going to get made fun of by dudes on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think great. most of the podcasts are actually women. I've listened to a few, and I don't know where that, that idea comes from, because the ones I've listened to take it very seriously. Um, but I think that what's so great about Monster of the Week is that you, while you do take it seriously, you also goof around, which is why we stick around. <laughs> uh, I love it when we bring people on the podcast and they compliment us, Chris. This is great. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> do you realize we could just type in anything and make Niz read it right now? She wouldn't know That's that it's true. not yeah, from Hold on. Get to the bottom of this doc. Start writing some stuff. You got time, Niz? <laughs> How much time you this got? This is you the gotta... best podcast ever. <laughs> Chris, you're next. Okay, listen. All right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do this. We're doing it, all right? Yeah, the longest all at once. One. This is the longest one. <laughs> it's the longest one. Let's do this. Kenzie, a.k.a. Kenzie, go to bed. Go to bed, Kenzie. Whatever. You know who you are. Let's <laughs> do this. Super fan. Sam, super fan. All right, here we go. Episode 11-8. I don't remember where I heard him talk about this, but Rich once said he specifically framed the Sully Sam scene at the end of this episode to have Sam looking up to Sully and I absolutely love that concept of a grown man who saved the world more than once looking up to his childhood friend for guidance once more plus Jared fucking kills it so good Rich also said Dean's line about flushing the mermaid was improvised um that's that's actually in the um, uh, the commentary the director's commentary of the episode oh. he says both of those things i kind of miss watching that stuff sometimes but anyway there's no time to linger on to episode <laughs> nine of season 11 <laughs> we talked about this in the discord chat not long after the podcast episode came out but i figured i would mention it again here because it's something that should be talked about way more than it is lucifer's roomy uh bunk buddy lines ugh i agree ugh uh ugh. they're awful and imply that some pretty horrible things that have been done to sam by lucifer um uh, yet the writers keep throwing these lines in and then move right along without dealing with those implications at all sometimes even treating them as lines uh the audience should find funny i think that's absolutely what they're supposed to think is that it's funny it's not um i'm gonna keep my ranting under control because i could go on forever and i know y'all have other emails to get through (laughs) but these lines are serious implications and it's important to talk about how male sexual assault like any sexual assault um is not a casual topic to be used for throwaway lines and cheap humor uh, we all 100% agree with you. And yeah. um, yes. Uh, in addition to that, I found this Tumblr post that delves into... Oh, wait. I'm not, I'm, I'm not clicking on the link right now. We're moving on to 1117. Let's do this. Okay. The link, uh, it, no the link we, is in the show notes. Just so link is in the show notes. Um, no real comment. <laughs> just that I fucking adore this episode. And y'all haven't watched it yet around this time of me writing. Well, we've watched it now. Let me mm. tell you. Oh, uh, oh, she updated <laughs> it. Don't worry. Okay. All right. Oh um all right also the actor who plays the bad guy is uh really good at his job lol because i fucking hate this character is this the dude who shoots sam update y'all didn't like the episode and while i'm disappointed i can understand your reasoning you have to admit that sam is a fucking badass though i will always admit that sam is a mm-hmm. badass thank you very much i punched the table i'm sam so- fucking winchester thank sam you sam fucking winchester i she wrote that in there and i skipped it my apologies episode 1122 <laughs> At a panel around the time this episode aired, I don't remember which con, a fan asked why Sam was so calm having Lucifer hanging around the bunker, and Jared talked about a deleted scene. In the scene, Chuck tells Sam that he's locked up Lucifer's powers, and Lucifer can't hurt them, so Sam doesn't have to be scared of him. 
The scene was unfortunately deleted because they have to leave about 18 minutes of commercials every episode. Um, yeah, that I, is kind of a whole weird thing that they were just... They made it such yeah. a thing with Sam going down into the cage. Like, I was so proud of him, you know? Yeah. That's a big yeah. thing for a boy to have to do. Uh, and then he's just like, Lucifer's at the, the bunker. Whatever, man. <laughs> it's like... And I get it. You know, he doesn't look like Lucifer. Sam, I think... I'm okay with Sam saying, like, screw you, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Um, but it it is a little bit weird how how blase they sort of seem to be about all that. Um, I'm a, okay. I'm glad I'm glad they they specifically referenced it in the episode. We I don't think we thought to call it out at the time, but like it is really strange that Sam is like goofing around with Lucifer in the bunker. With, no, you called it out. We did. Oh, okay, you cool. did pull it awesome. out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Okay. And lastly, a dumb game for y'all. Pick one of each pair. Uh, yes, love dumb games. Okay, this one is um, it's non-sexual, so we're good. Um, <laughs> Ash or Frank Devereaux? Aw, Ash, Ash, Ash. Right. <laughs> um, I think Frank is that he's a fun character, but uh, oh, yeah, she's got mm-hmm. the mullet. Um, uh, Lisa Braden or Jessica Moore? Is that her last name? I didn't know she had a. I didn't know that either. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go Lisa only because like we do, we just get so little of Jess to, to Be- really because deal with. she doesn't get fridged immediately because <laughs> she, she doesn't yes. get immediately fridged and um, also it's just super weird that she got her mind erased by Castiel and is out there like living a life. Yeah, super weird. You know, I, we don't talk about there's that. a lot of there's a lot to unpack there, but I you know I think she's better off <laughs> not remembering probably, that shit. Um, probably so. No. Um, Nils, I gotta got go one? Jess. I gotta answer Jess, because it's of Jess. Course. I gotta say Jess. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, changing channels or no, wait, French wait, mistake. Th- oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I agree Lisa, because we get way yeah. more of her. Okay, yeah. cool. But she's also way too chill. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Changing channels or French mistake. I, you know, after after rewatching these, I, 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 I still like French mistake. I think changing channels has better goofs. I'll go with French mistake. Okay. Okay. Yeah, French mistake feels like if you aren't up on the actors and the fandom, it doesn't work mm-hmm. as well. Um, but if you like just strictly watch the show, um, changing channels is better. That being said, changing channels mm-hmm. was like my favorite episode for the longest time. A long, long time. Good yeah. episode. Um, yeah. It's the first episode of Supernatural that my sister ever watched. I was just like mm-hmm. watching it in our living room, and she came in and was like, "What is this Grey's Anatomy?" Because it was the the one scene where they're doing a Grey's Anatomy spoof, <laughs> and she thought it was funny enough that she was like, "All right, I'll watch the show." <laughs> okay, and last one: Demon Blood Sam or Soulless Sam? That's, this is not the last one. Just scroll down. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Oh, that's cool. I, I like these. Though. These are fun. I'm gonna go. Uh, I mean, we said this wasn't sexual, but I'm gonna go Demon Blood Sam for reasons. Because he was buff as fuck. Same. I mean, they were. I mean, Stolas Sam is still very buff. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, Demon Blood Sam has like a a certain yeah. Je ne sais he's got quoi. he's got that tortured <laughs> thing going on. Um, yeah. Uh, and we, you we, know, Stolas Sam is is fun because it's like, what is this robot man living with us? This is crazy. Um, but I, yeah, Demon Blood Sam because of just the, the downfall of Sam Winchester. Where he's you know he's got his Hamlet season, and I love that shit. Okay, Eve or Amara? I'm going Amara because I barely remember Amara. Eve. <laughs> 100% Amara. Yeah, Amara. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Red meat or all hell breaks loose? Don't really. All hell breaks loose. Uh, I remember all hell breaks loose. Which one's red meat? Anybody? The werewolf one. Is that the one we just. Oh, okay. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> all hell's, all, yeah, all hell breaks loose. Mm. Um, Charlie or Rowena? I'm, Charlie! I'm, I'm sitting out. 
Wow. <gasps> I'll take the fifth. Why not both? <laughs> I, I, I do love, I've really started to love Rowena despite our rocky start, and I'm excited to see what they do with her. Um, and um, we're not going to get to see much more of Charlie, I bet, but I love Charlie. Charlie and Rowena together. Yeah. Yes. yes. Charwena. The dream team. Um, that's yeah. our cop-out answer. Um, okay. Uh, oh, the end version of uh, Lucifer Sam, aka Sam in the White Suit, or Swan Song Lucifer Sam. Um, Swan Song Lucifer Sam is um, very imposing when he's you know having his showdown with Michael. Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, what makes that so good is Sam reaching out of that, out, out of that Lucifer vessel or that Lucifer uh, mask and, and coming back as himself. I got a white suit Sam or white suit Lucifer Sam, whatever. Always really worked for me. I think that it's kind of very creepy without being over the top, and, and I like it. That's my answer. Daddy end for sure. Yeah, agreed. White suit Sam. Okay, Sheriff Dean or Handmaiden Dean? Don't. Niz, you, can, don't you, can you provide any sort of context oh, shit, shit, shit. for these two? Uh, Sheriff Dean is, of course, the Western episode. Um, Handmaiden Dean is oh. episode uh, 11 of season 8. Which one is that? I don't know. Oh, I'm a fake fan. Are we scrolling? Uh, Everybody's scrolling. Yeah, I'm Larping scrolling really hard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he's Charlie's handmaiden. Oh, oh yes, yes, Gotta yes, go with yes, that yes, one. Yes, yes. Absolutely oh. handmaiden, Dean. Um, I, yeah, I think I gotta yeah, go with that one. Good. It's pretty handmaiden funny because really he gets it's really, really into really it, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, Sam's diet, salad, smoothies, or Dean's diet. Do we're going Dean's diet. Dean's diet. Both. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, only one of us is going to live for another, you know, for the, right. yeah. uh, <laughs> the Winchesters in flannel or the Winchesters in suits? Flannel. 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 Um, uh, Meg 1.0 or Meg 2.0? Meg 2.0 for sure. Yeah, Meg 2.0 is like part of the show more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously, I have a lot of affection for Meg 1.0 because it's the first um attempt on to, to pull same to the dark side i guess and she when i realized that she was a demon i was like really kind of like creeped out by her so i think that she's excellent mm-hmm. but uh you know what fuck it yeah i'll just say meg 1.0 okay i'm gonna go make 2.0 yeah um okay angel blade or ruby's knife angel blade you know i it's a good shape i i like <laughs> The idea of an angel's blade. I don't like that every fucking person has an angel's blade now. Mm. So just based on the on the rarity involved, I feel like the angel blade is like a, a trash gear that you would pick up in a. You know what I'm wow. saying? It's just like a it's like a gray or blue. Like, but you pick up Ruby's knife that shit's like yellow or green. Mm. Like, you know it's what I'm saying? named. Like, it's a named thing. It's not just except it's named Ruby's blade. knife, which is really funny. It's super funny. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not false. But you know, it yeah. being Ruby's knife is just funny. But yeah, I guess I'm going to go with Ruby's knife. I always thought the thing was super cool. Um, okay. And the last one, Azazel or Kane? No. <laughs> Still not the last one. Still oh last my one. goodness. You skipped one. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, Ruby 1.0 or Ruby 2.0. Um, okay. Um, go ahead. Oof. Yeah, I. Mm, this is tough. I guess just 2.0 because, like, you know, that seemed to bring a lot of happiness in Jared's life. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll go there. Um, they Agreed. they feel like very different characters in a lot of ways. Um, mm. Season three, Ruby was like a, this kind of like renegade, like you don't know what she's up to. She's like like this rogue third party uh, person who's getting involved in everything, and then season four it's like very clear like what they're doing the seduction of sam winchester is taking place um and it, it's a very different effect 
Um, I was fooled, let me tell you. Um, so, yeah, I'll go season four. Genevieve. Okay. Okay, motherfuckers. Azazel or Kane? I love Azazel, but I gotta go with Kane. Oh, man, see, this is so tough. Like, it's... I think Azazel is a better villain. Like, I really do. Like, I think that mm-hmm. it, there's a... I think there's a better story to all of the Kane stuff, but I feel like Azazel it was genuinely the most terrifying villain out of the two. Like, like the yellow-eyed... We are. He is the yellow eyed demon, right? I'm thinking about yeah, that's okay, yellow eyes. Good, good, good. I'm just waiting for someone to be like, "Uh, that's not who that is." Actually, actually, it's actually Castiel's cousin. Um, oh, I gotta man. go with the Zazel just because it's classic. I love Kane. I think he did a fantastic job as Kane. Um, but I gotta Same. go with the Zazel. All right, uh, Kenzie, go to bed. Niz, yeah. read the next one. Sorry that I just butchered all of that, which is also extremely long because I must have forgot to edit this one. I'm so sorry. So. <laughs> It's from Amy, and she says, Hey guys, just finished listening to your season 11 finale episode. I have some thoughts. I think you missed something in this episode. Dean wasn't pulling a prank when he put the salt in the roll shade in the asylum. He was closing the circle of salt once all the ghosts got in the room so that they couldn't escape. Just so you guys know. I thought that we did know that. I just, I was, I'm pretty sure we were just doing a goof. I definitely, I I was doing a goof. Yes, me too. It's such a. See, my problem is that I'm very dumb. And I don't notice a lot of things. But then also I play dumb with a lot of stuff too. And it's not anyone's fault that Where they can't tell the difference. Where does it begin? Where does it end? And some thoughts on the season as a whole. I'm all caught up with the show, but hadn't watched this season since I first saw it. Knowing where the story goes, it makes the season more interesting and more relevant. I'm not going to spoil anything other than to say that season 11 plants some seeds that don't sprout for a while. Andrew Dapp took over running the show in the middle of the season, and he's done a really good job of bringing things full circle and tying up lots and lots of loose ends, as it became apparent that he was going to guide the show to its conclusion. And it all starts with the second half of season 11. I also want to warn you, again with no spoilers, to be patient with season 12. There are some things that happen that just seem dumb or wrong, but they're not. Well, they are dumb, but there's a reason for it all. Okay, cool. But you won't know those reasons, uh, uh, what those reasons are until 13 and 15, and f- 13, 14, and 15, if we ever get to see the last episodes. We will, we will. <laughs> Even though the ending is unknown, the current season has spurred me to rewatch many of the older episodes. Thanks, Quarantine, with new eyes. Supernatural may have started its life as showcase for two hunks showing off their kicks but it became something <laughs> remarkable a chance to deeply examine two characters how their relationships with each other evolved and grew how their relationships with others evolved and grew how they forgave themselves and each other yeah there's a whole lot of dumb things thrown in there racist trucks the frankenstein family the always cringeworthy busty asian beauties just to name a few but i don't know of any other show that has the opportunity and taken it to devote 15 years to so thoroughly examine two characters i mean gunsmoke was on forever but we never got much insight into matt dylan's psyche you know yeah just cowboys being cowboys <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the first and last time anybody references gun smoke on this podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank thank for, you. She also says, "Thanks for all of you. Thanks for all you do. Monster of the Week has been a much appreciated distraction during this plague." Well, thank you for listening, and thank, thank you for you your comments. Much. Supernatural is a very special show. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm curious about season twelve because just like 
the feedback that we get for it is always like either I hate it and I don't ever want to watch it again, or you know, you'll 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 appreciate it that someday. And I'm like, what are we getting ourselves into? Like, <laughs> you know, if our is, expectations is this like are low algebra? enough, what are we doing? <laughs> if our expectations are low enough, we might be do, we might do all right. It has some of my favorite episodes. Okay. Okay. Next up is the Plaid Fox at the Plaid Fox on Twitter. Hey, Hunks, concerning the season 11 review episode, do you have a favorite episode in this season? Mine was Baby, of course. Also, what do you guys think is in store for our lovely Fish Castiel in season 12? They always give him side missions, helping the angels in season 10, hosting Lucifer in season 11. Do you have any predictions now that the angels seem to finally be running the show in heaven like actual adults? Uh, thank you, the Plaid Fox. Um, we've talked about kind of favorite episodes. Uh, baby is definitely high up on the list just for like the, the uniqueness and the, just the work that they put in to do that. Um, and for me, like next to that would probably be the season finale Mm -hmm. because it's just like, for all of the reasons we mentioned at the top half of the show, like it just, it works on a lot of different levels for me. Yeah. Uh, baby for sure. Uh, I like the intro episodes a lot too. Um, you know, we get Sam out in the field just being like, Dave, are you all right, Dave? Don't do it. Sorry, it's, it's we finally got back. away from it. Jess was, no. Jess was doing that to me the other night. And I was like, Jess, we haven't done that in months, okay? The joke is over. Why didn't, we do, why didn't we do that in season in the season 12 theme? We should have missed it. We should have got this somewhere. We should have. We should have. Um, but yeah, I like those intro episodes a lot. There's a lot going on in those. It's fun. You know, it's fun <laughs> that this town is overwhelmed by uh, whatever freakers or what did they call the zombies in this one? Um yeah mm. i don't remember but yeah that, the rabbit the rabbit there it is Rabbits. i got it there's an honorable mention for me for the episode don't you forget about me that actually shows jody and alex and claire i think it's a really great episode yeah. that really oh man I've... sets the tone for wayward sisters yeah yeah that, that one is really really good i loved all of that like just straight up mm. family shit that they were doing and of course sam yeah. and dean being so just awkward during the conversation and just wanting to leave and Amazing. yeah so, so good yeah that's a good one chris you're okay. up the next one is from calliope right am i saying that right yeah, I said it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey guys, a couple things for you. I've been thinking about this one since nearly the beginning of the season, and since you now know the big twist at the end, I wonder, would it have made sense for Mary to have come back earlier in the series, or is now a good time? And uh, if you could have made the choice to bring back any character or characters from earlier seasons, who would it have been and why? Uh, we'll start with that before I read the rest of this. Who would you have want to have uh, brought back? Charlie. I was just going to say Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't make sense for Amara to be like, of all the people, let mm-hmm. me bring back Charlie. Um, but it would have been nice to have her back. I um, I feel like the boys are are missing a support network right now to an extent. Uh, like mm-hmm. Castiel is is Castiel, and I think he's like on the team or whatever. But we haven't had our good tech slash research person. So either Charlie or my first instinct was actually to say Ash, uh, but either one of those would, would mm. fill that role pretty well. And I just, I really like Ash as a character. And we got yeah. one episode of the Charlie of Rowena dynamic. Yeah. That yeah. was it. And Charlie, died, and Charlie died at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it was super yeah. sad. Not good. Uh, yeah, not good. Um, okay. Let's see. So yeah, I think we all, we all say Charlie. Sure. Um, also, what do you think will happen with Mary Winchester in the coming seasons? How long do you think she'll stick around, and what do you think she's going to be like with the boys? Um, I feel like we covered all of that at the beginning part of the episode. Like I felt like yeah. we answered that, so I probably should have removed it. Okay, that's fine. I think Dean. I, I wonder if Mary's going to recognize Dean in a not in a just a, like, "Hey, you're my son, grown up," but a "Hey, I met you when I was in 
my 20s right like oh yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to have the time travel conversation yeah 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 um i don't know how much she remembers of that because you, you meet a lot of handsome fellows in your life you don't remember every one of them <laughs> um don't you eh, maybe uh the last one is an fmh all right fishbowl yes. castiel sam's huge 47 l jeans or dean's soul bomb all right, right, right off the bat, we're hunting the soul bomb. I, I, I know, I know, I, that's what I'm gonna do. I, I, don't, I don't know about mm-hmm. anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I gotta hunt those jeans. You gotta hunt those. They jeans. cannot they're, exist. They're too long. This it's cannot like, exist in the universe. You get like those like Loch Ness photos of like a strange shadow <laughs> on the water. It's, but it's just a strange shadow walking down the street, and it's Sam's forty-seven L's, dude. They're too long. They're too long. It's a cryptid all its own. Um, I gotta but fuck I'm, that I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm getting messed up with jeans. those jeans. I'm gonna fuck. I gotta fuck them jeans. I gotta do it. Um, I'm, I'm getting wrapped up in those. And uh, I'm marrying Fishbowl Cass. That's a fact. I think yes. we all are marrying Fishbowl Cass. He, Absolutely. He's never gonna complain because he's a fish. <laughs> I, uh, I ordered Fishbowl Castiel stickers today. I'm oh hell yes. I'm gonna have those in. I'm gonna try to get them out to some people. So hell yes. I mean, gotta fuck the bomb. Mm-hmm. Sure, I don't. Why? I mean, that means you were fucking like a hundred th- million, a hundred thousand oh, people. Yes. Like that that's is a, a that's lot. actually a power yes. move. That's a that's power a, move we didn't consider. I mean, it's a power bang. I don't know if it's a power yeah. move. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It's a lot of people. Are you sure? Are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is, man. I don't need to be okay. It's a soul bomb. You don't need to be okay after you're mm-hmm. right. That's true. That's true. One and done. Um, to finish up this email, it's a joy listening to you every week. Thank you. I love keeping up with all the inside jokes, and I can't wait to get to uh, into season twelve with y'all. It's going to be a wild one for sure. Only four seasons left. Holy smokes! I don't want to think about that. But thank you. Me either. <laughs> yes, you you were up. Yes, this one is from Dex Dex, aka at ninety nine Dexterity on Twitter. Hey there, hunks. Congratulations on another season. I was initially a bit down on season 11 during my first watch of it, but after rewatching with the podcast, it's a really good time. And a cliffhanger cliffhanger hanging is some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to see what you guys think of season 12. So, on to the fuck Mary hunt of this season. Lizzie Borden's axe, Chuck's autobiography, and a wrestling mat from episode 15, but only after the show, so it's all sweaty and gross. Oh. Ooh. Enjoy! Okay. Um, hmm. We gotta get, you know, we get metaphysical with this. It isn't just about, um, it isn't just about having sex with an object, you know? It's more than that. <laughs> it's, a, it's more about a feeling. It's not about a sexual thing, it's a feel. Alright, I don't, I don't have to explain that. You all know this already. That being said... Lizzie Borden's axe has to go. It has brain matter on it. We don't need that. We don't need it. Oh, I'm hunting God. that thing. It's this means out you're of here. doing weird things to the mat, Chris. I'm worried. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not marrying a wrestling mat, okay? <laughs> I'm not doing it. So, well, what I have to do, do <laughs> is unspeakable. Um, Chuck's autobiography, I mean, I'm not going to say it's good, but it's going to last you a while. And that's what you want out of a marriage. <laughs> Jesus. So, there's my answer. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm marrying that ex. You gonna marry that ex? I gotta absolutely. Sure, you can always clean it. Uh, yeah. You can always clean why would it. I, why, <laughs> why would I want to? <laughs> I like it flaws and all. There you go. 
uh, I got a Hunter autobiography because I don't want to deal with that. And uh, we will not speak of what goes on on the map. Okay. Okay. Um, so I... <sighs> don't be afraid. I, Answer uh, the question. I'm, I'm, I got to hunt the mat because that's, that's, that's not happening. I guess I'll marry the autobiography and yeah, I guess I'll have intercourse with the, the axe because... Bro. You gotta be careful with that. I mean, you're gonna need to go slow at first, right? right? Like, you gotta get used to it, and you know what? Let's just move uh-huh. on. Uh, from Anne, thank you, Dex. Okay. <laughs> from Anne, dear Chris and Jeremy, I found your podcast purely on accident in November, and I caught up with it sometime in early season eleven, which is actually Damn. my favorite season. As unlike the older ones, it finally seems like there's a light at the end of the tunnel for Sam and Dean going forward. Also, to me, it seemed that both Sam and Dean did some growing during the season, talking to one another, not keeping secrets, making smartish decisions, accepting the choices the other the other and Castiel has made. Even the big bad was eventually defeated by talking, which at the time came totally out of left field. With the unexpected return of Mary at the end of the season, I again felt like the show was moving forward by going backwards and returning to the original family drama of losing Mary. On another note, I really liked Amara and how Emily Swallow portrayed her as sort of removed from everyone, but at the same time yearning. She is otherworldly and yet understand at the end where her pain comes from. By being hurt by the only one who is her equal, her only family, her brother, who just also happens to be God. To me, Amara is so compelling that it feels like it would have been such a waste had they just killed her off like any other bad guy. So a peaceful solution was the most satisfying option. It's very memorable to boot. Agreed. Um, then she talks about how great we are for a while, which I'm feeling pretty uncomfortable about reading, but thank you so much for the nice words. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I just, th- there's something at the end <clears throat> because I sent this to Chris when I got it that I have to read. Uh, they say, I know Chris no longer demands to quote, show them feet, but regardless, mm-hmm. and I guess this is a minor spoiler. I want you to remember that you really wanted to see Sam's feet so that you have no place to complain when they finally do, no matter what, oh, no matter how okay. they are presented. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to your coverage of season 12 as there are many interesting things to come. Some of which I'm certain you two will not like initially, but will slowly grow on you. And the British and the British men of letters are also <laughs> there, I guess. Okay. Ma'am, using feet as a threat. It's a new low on this podcast. I'm feeling, you know, thank you, Anne. Thank you. Um, Nissa, I want to ask you a question because I feel like oh God. this has come up in the discord, but not, it didn't come up in our earlier conversation. Uh, what do you think mm-hmm. of Amara? Oh, um, who actually um this is kind of unpopular opinion time i see i think i, I think uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to get into it but i feel like i thought i i thought you had an unpopular opinion on this one. yeah i i really like mara i think her character is very interesting i think emily swallow did a really great job and i think she lifted the character up um she did a better job than what was written for her mm-hmm. i feel like um i did think it was a little tropey and un, un- necessary that they made her like this hot seductive force and because supernatural tends to do that with their female villains a lot they sure do and i and i'm really i'm kind of tired of it um and supernatural is not alone in this of course it's a trope for a reason Mm -hmm. um but especially if you compare her to how she is portrayed and how chuck is portrayed it's there's a vast difference there um so i i do love amara um but i was i'm not a big fan of of how she's portrayed fair enough next next one one. 
from Jonas. <clears throat> hey, hunks. First time writing in. Been listening to Monster of the Week for two years now, and I'm still catching up. I just reached your coverage of season 10, and I'm happy to report that this podcast still rocks. Thank you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I initially started watching Supernatural four years ago and binged 11 seasons in just a month. Wow. The fandom was the best thing that could have happened to Teenage Me, but at some point I needed a more mature view on things. And that's you guys. Uh, yes, uh, under uh, all <laughs> <laughs> under all that talk about not blood, big kicks, and more, there are experiences that teen me just didn't have. You two have given me some serious case of new love for this show. A rewatch of any episode is now even more fun than before. I still cry about the season five finale, and I cry even harder while listening to your coverage of it. Oh. One thing that I have to tell you, though, due to where I live, I watched the double version of the show all up to season 11. Means I had never heard Jensen or Jared's real voices for 218 episodes. Wow. I had been acclimated to pretty boy voice actors who sound like frat boys that got sucked into the local theater production. <laughs> Say they hate it there, but now method act the living shit out of it. The pitch different in Sam's voice alone was as high as our beloved hunks are tall. That is fascinating. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> I didn't. I never even thought about what it must sound like to be dubbed over. Crazy. Yeah, that must be mm. super weird. <clears throat> uh, thank you, Jonas, for writing it. Thank you. Is it my turn? Is it your turn? I think it's. I think I go. Yeah, you, you go. go. I'll yeah. tell you handle this one, bro. Okay. <laughs> Up next is Lauren, aka Space Matriarchy. Hey. Space Matriarchy, thank you for coming out to our streams. We appreciate that. We, she's been in our chat when we've been streaming. In the chat when we're hunting BFs? When we're hunting BFs or GFs, because, you know, we do both. That's Just right. like God. Hey, Hucks, I'm a little behind on the podcast, oh but God. season 11, particularly its ending, is one of my favorite parts of the show since Kripke's departure, and I feel the need to argue in its favor. Did you know that Jeremy Carver left the show early? He's credited as showrunner for all of season 11, but Andrew Dabb took over for the last part, and think, and I think they're technically combined talents are what makes the season so good your mileage may vary but i think they gave each other a strength excuse me but i think they each have a strength as a showrunner where the other has their biggest weaknesses carver knows how to wrangle a writer's room and create a coherent compelling long-form story arc something that i think dab has been struggling with on the other hand carver's supernatural always had this key element missing for me and that was heart carver provided the great bones the great setup and dab brought it home with the heart this is the feedback i mentioned at the early part of the episode so gotcha. thank you for letting me rob you lauren of your of your words the ending of amara <laughs> and chuck's arc here might have seemed trite in retrospect but at the time it felt genuinely refreshing we were used to the relationships between our boys being quite toxic so siblings talking things out and making it right instead of blowing up at each other was a big deal the return of mary winchester especially signified a return of a focus on family no longer were these characters who existed primarily as individuals in conflict with each other but they became a partially found family reunion including castiel and others who might come into conflict with each other because they were all well-rounded characters with flaws but who always started at and came back to a place of love love and anger are of course not mutually exclusive especially in supernatural but this is where it started to feel like the boys chose love over anger and that is where they chose their family Love is what makes this show great, no matter what forms of romantic or platonic any individual fan may believe that love takes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Straight shot. <laughs> Straight shot. That's what the show is about and why it feels like a warm hug and a shoulder to cry on. Love is why I love Supernatural, and I will always be grateful for the season that gave love back to our boys. Anyway, sorry for the chick flick moment, and sorry if this is too rambling to be useful. LOL. 
Lauren. It's very Not, well said. Thank we you. We read Kinsey's in, a, well in, a, in almost its entirety, so you know you're fine. <laughs> Could not agree more. Um, Nissa, do you have a preferred or a favorite showrunner? I guess you would have a little bit more knowledge oh. about that than us, maybe. Um, I used to say um, Jeremy Carver, because mm-hmm. I really do like uh, seasons 8, 9, 10, and 11. But I think Dab is my favorite. I think what Lauren says is very true. I think that Dab focuses a lot on the characters and their growth and uh, the heart of the show, um, which is what I like the most about the show so i think dab is my favorite but of course i don't know how it'll end yeah <laughs> all right he's, cool. he's got how many episodes left how many have it not been aired seven seven so seven. he's got seven episodes to really fuck it all up mm. for everybody so. he sure does yeah. let's see what happens um okay and this last one right yes yes the last one is from tara or tara i know two with the same name, pronounce it differently. So you take you take either. Maybe one. we should call it. Maybe maybe their last name is Croft, so you should pronounce it Tara. I'm not or, doing that. So <laughs> I finally got the feedback in on time Come after on, all Tara these Croft? years. Really? After all these years, I still love the podcast. It is always super fun, even if I don't agree with y'all's pushing love, for, <laughs> gushing love for Rowena. And I feel like what? I I really missed something somewhere with Fishcast. Don't worry, no, none of us know what that's Nobody about knows anymore. Where that comes. Um, <laughs> That's not on you. Every episode gives me deep belly chuckles. Uh, sometimes you guys make the Supernatural episodes sound more intriguing than I remember it being, and I end up going back to watch an episode or 20. I have strategically <laughs> gotten coworkers that ride with me on long trips to get hooked on the podcast, too. So now I, it won't be as weird to listen on the road. Anyway, great job, fellas. Keep them coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't understand like why you would hate Rowena. That's weird. But thank you for writing. We in. did too. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that's true. Like I guess yeah. if you're casually watching, maybe and not really paying attention to her clothes and her style and her character and <laughs> and how amazing she is and, <laughs> and how amazing she is and uh, the fact that not just Sam but everybody has a crush and mm. yeah, yeah. All right. So thank you for everybody for writing in. We really appreciate it. Uh, I meant to do this at the top of the episode, but forgot. Um, thank you to Banshee Beat and um, that guy that he hired to sing the theme song, whose Twitter will definitely be in the bio in the show notes of this episode um, for doing our theme song this year that for this season. It's extremely great. Uh, Banshee Beat is also doing our theme song for next season. And it's amazing. I can't wait for you guys it's to listen really to it. It's really good. Some people have access because they're special. Um, so thank you. <laughs> Everybody, uh, thank you for, for all of that. that that's really great. Uh, Niz, thank you so much for coming on. And thank you for being like such a huge supporter and promoter of this podcast. I can't tell yeah. you how much I appreciate it and how great it is to be able to say that I have been on the phone with you for two hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks for having me, and like, thanks for making this podcast. And what everyone's saying is true. Like, you've been doing this for years, and it's always like a highlight in the week. And the Discord community is so amazing. So, everyone listening, if you're not into Discord yet and you're not an asshole, please come join <laughs> us. We're very nice, unless you're an asshole, then we're not. <laughs> but you started it. Um, and c- please come join us because it's a it's a great bunch of people. It really is. It's um, it's one of those things where you uh, decide to start a Discord server at the very last minute when launching a Patreon, and then all of a sudden it becomes like one of your pa- favorite places to hang out on the internet. And mm-hmm. I didn't do that, and Chris didn't do that. Uh, that that's all you guys in the community, and 
Niz, yourself included. So, um, and less so Eric. I don't think he's really not. He's not really been. I'm not uh, so uh, sure how what he's contributing at this point. But Nissa, you have been a uh, you've been a big part of this Discord since the very beginning, and and you're a, a big part of why we have such a great community in there. So, thank you. Also, thank you to uh, thank you for the cameo that you got uh, Jim Beaver to, oh. to call oh us idiots. I got I, te- I teared up when I watched that. I woke up oh. and Jeremy, you had sent it to me. I was like, bro, what are you fucking? I sent it to you like four it's, times. I'm like, wake the so fuck early. up, Chris. There's stuff. I wake up and right I'm like, now. I don't want to look at a tweet right now, bro. I'm so tired. And then I looked at it. And bro, I was like, oh my tweet, god, bro. oh my god, Jim Beaver just said my fucking name. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that was really great to do. I'm definitely going to put that in that audio in the pod in this podcast. So it'll probably be at the top. So uh, enjoy <laughs> that, everybody. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, Niz, where can you be found on the internet? Should people want to track you down? Because you're you're in the fandom community. What if they want to follow your your, your tweets? If they want to follow my shit posting, it's at waywardniz on Twitter. Um, and if there's any negative feedback, they can find me at at z chocobo nice that's good 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 it's good that you have a fab- uh, like a shit twitter just for all of the shit things to go i really like that that's really good uh-huh. yes does um does that i'm just gonna check real quick uh that definitely still has oh yeah <laughs> if you go to niz's shit post twitter it has a banner that says i'd rather be posting on the monster of the week discord so shouts to at z chocobo um thank you everybody He's for listening right. uh chris thank you so much again for 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 coming on this journey with me i've had a really good time um, you gotta do it to him man you ready for season 12 we're we're, we're recording in two days is the I'm plan excited. You ready i'm excited my dad, I bet he's not if I tell him we're starting season 12, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm uh, curious to get yours and Gary's feedback on Thursday. So um, thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, patreon.com slash monster of the week, twitter.com slash monster or MOTW cast. Follow all of that stuff. You know where to find us. Monster of the week. That's cool. Uh, we love you. Bye. 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 Yeah, so this will create a really huge file because it's not compressing it down to MP3. Um, uh-huh. So I'm going to DM you a website, and you don't have to do it right now. You can do it when you wake up in the morning. Um, it's a it's, it's a website that you just can attach the file and send it to my email, um, and it'll it'll totally take a while to transfer because the file is probably going to be about two gigs or so. Oh guess. damn! All right. Yeah, so it'll, um, it'll, it'll take I- a while don't have your email yeah I'll, I'll dm you all that stuff so you don't it's know. fine he, he won't give it to me either that's very private it's extremely private it's extremely private with his email address um very very close it's not like you can't just google jeremy greer from every single podcast i've ever uh, done um but thank you again so much this was awesome i had a really yeah. good time it's great Thanks. to talk to you uh sorry for keeping you up late um no not at all i'm i'm too wired to sleep anyway i'll go bother eric and see if he wants to watch <laughs> what are you guys watching uh, the leftovers oh cool Ooh. yeah I've, I've been mm-hmm. interested to get into that after um, really enjoying the watchmen so like I really want to go back and watch all of that yeah I like it so far we've only seen four episodes so we're not too far into it but he really liked it I made him watch the OA we finished that this week and now we're uh, on to the leftovers did you watch cool. the second season of the OA Yes, I watched all of it. How did it? How did it hold up? I was really a big fan of the first season, so I was I was kind of curious how it held up. I just haven't got around to it yet. 
Oh, no, it's really good. It's very different from season one. Oh, um, okay. Like, very different, but it's still very good. And even though, like, don't expect any answers to anything, because it was cancelled. Um, but if you just go along with it, I think it's really well done. Have you so, seen that the, I, the woman that writes and directs that just has, like, two or three other movies that's kind of almost the exact same concept, but all, like, just yeah. enough different to really make me excited about watching them? Like, it's really interesting. Yeah, she's she's great. She had um she had a whole like um she had a, an article or like a, a column in the New York Times, I believe, a while back, uh, where she was writing about um not liking strong female leads or whatever. Um and that with the OA she really tried to create uh, a different kind of um like female um like what do you call some like um the star of the show mm-hmm. and like how her character is not just a man that's made into a woman and right. talkable <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how she really took feminine traits to make a character like that and how she really feels like the only way she can write those kind of roles is in sci-fi which also explains why the rest of her stuff is very much in the same vein it was a really interesting article actually but yeah i really love the oa and i can't wait to see what else she does Awesome. Is, I'm a, I'm is the show just it. called the OA? Yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. You should check it out. It's really, really oh. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Really good. It's it, it might be one of my favorite shows that I've watched in the last few years. Oh, wow. I really have not watched anything. I watched Supernatural, and again, I keep saying it bizarrely, we're watching Nancy Drew from the CW. Um, <laughs> Chris has told me that he's watching Nancy Drew like at seven d- individual times. Like okay, because I just surprised I just keep, about it every single time. <laughs> I was so sure it was going to be bad, but Jess loves nancy drew she's played the games read the books she just loves nancy drew um so she started watching the show and was like it's really good it's like supernatural you're gonna like it and i was like yeah right just because it's on the cw doesn't mean it's like supernatural and she was fucking right it is it's a lot like it um i just keep being so surprised by it all right i'm gonna stop talking about it (laughs) i might check it out just because you keep bringing it up yeah you're probably gonna be like chris this is trash and it's problematic what the fuck is wrong with you it's always fun to have a trash um, show, though. So. Yeah, yes. it, is, it, it is what it is. What up? It's your boy, Local Bones. Um, can you hear me? Everything sound okay? What do you? What does that even mean? Okay, hold on. Okay, I got it. 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 We're good. What shrines did you do today? One of the Goron ones. Um, oh, it was a wicked easy one. It was just sorry, I just said wicked. Um, <laughs> it was a. Uh, <laughs> all I had to do was like jump up on a on a stone block that was like moving up and down, and have it launch me in the air, and then like sail mm-hmm. over to an area. It was an easy one. But last night I did the one. I think it's the one that's at the Goron village, and you have to go through. It's not a maze. It's like an obstacle course while lighting the blue flame as you go. Um, and there's one part where you have to shoot an arrow over two moving, um, oh, yeah, torches, yeah, yeah. things, whatever. Mm. And I, I thought you had to hit each of them. I didn't realize you could just sail an arrow right over the both and it would, it would light them both. I ran out of arrows doing it. It was a whole thing. And I finally looked it up because I was like, this sucks, man. Um, and I just, in the video, the dude just shoots one. It, it fucking flies free over both of them. It doesn't even come near them, but it lights them both. I was like, are you serious? Are you fucking serious right now? Um, took me like it took like 25 minutes um my technique right now 
is to just whenever I'm about to log off is find a thing that I'm about to do, save it, and then turn it off. Um, so that way, when, as soon as I turn it back on, I'm like, oh shit, I was just about to walk into the Lost Woods, or like I'm right in front of the shrine, so I have something to do immediately upon turning it on. That's awesome. I like that yeah. idea a lot. <clears throat> it's hard to stop when you when you get in the rhythm with that game. Dude, like you just want to keep going, right? Like you're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm going to kill this and get their items, and then I'm going to get this, and then I'm going to get more arrows, and then, yeah, like it just it just starts flowing. I'd forgotten about that blue flame puzzle. I, uh, the, there's several of those in the world. Like you get one pretty early on in, um, for the research place or whatever. Yeah, I, I just had to carry the flame up there to get the ancient armor and yeah. or ancient soldier armor, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, uh, I can't afford any of it. But. Yeah, dude, that shit is. I, I never ended up using it. I got it and upgraded it, but um, the soldier's armor upgraded had like good enough defense to get me through just about anything. Like if I'm not parrying a guardian, then I'm fucking up anyway. So I should never be getting hit. Yeah, so I parried one guardian, uh, and then he broke both my strong shields, and I went, man. <laughs> Dude, it's one, fuck the the risk the risk reward for that. I didn't even kill it. I had to run away from it. it kicked my fucking butt in. Dude, it's so bad. <clears throat> but it's okay. I'm having fun. Um, Good. Going to do this third divine beast now. I never did the Goron one, so this one's new. Uh, the Goron one is pretty good. I think. Um, I don't like the bird the, one was so easy. All you gotta do is fucking tip the bird back and forth and then you hop up top. You're all good. Yeah. Like it's not, it wasn't too complicated at all. Uh, and it was such a letdown too, because like, I think that was my fourth one. Uh, maybe. And it was either my third or my fourth and I'd never seen it before. I never played it in the Wii U. So I like, I knew that there was a bird one, but I was kind of, I think I texted you and like, yeah, this thing just really wants to be the bird boss in mm-hmm. Shadow of the Colossus. And it, it is not that. After doing that second divine beast though i realize that the the first one doesn't suck as much as i think it does um i hated doing the zora one the first time i played the game and i hated it just as much the second time um and that's because every time i would solve a puzzle it never felt like i was accomplishing something i just felt like oh i'm a fucking dumbass i didn't like figure it out and then go oh all right all right it just Mm. everything i did was like fuck this man why can't i think of this the right way um, but after doing the second one, and immediately when I get to a puzzle, I look at that map and I'm like, all right, I got to tilt the wing. I just never think in that first instance to look at the map and change the elephant's trunk to shift the puzzles around and shit. Now that I understand it, I, I think it actually is pretty straightforward and makes a lot more sense. <laughs> um, so I probably wouldn't hate it if I had to do it a third time. This, this, I had a, I remember having a, just a fuck ton of problems with it, and then like on this playthrough, just running right through it, like without mm-hmm. any trouble whatsoever. Um, gamer why? problems, man, dude. I just, so oh, I, okay. I had a package marked as delivered, so I went out to get it, and it wasn't there. So, long story short, it's at the post office. It's fine. Um, but I walked outside. I'm wearing fucking like big fluffy ass size sixteen slippers white basketball shorts an anime t-shirt and i got my hair in a ponytail i look like i look like a gamer Jeremy. Oh, wow you look like you belong at a GameStop. <laughs> like if you saw me with a monster <laughs> yes yes if you saw me with the monster energy drink in my hand you want to go yeah yeah man pour up that makes sense i was like ashamed to be outside <laughs> all right i'm uh nissa finally said she's ready so okay oh she missed out on my gamer story all your, wow. good, all your cool gamer stuff um, could have been here for that do we have um the email or whatever did you put it on yeah i'm about to do that <clears throat> is that an additional gamer entering the chat is there a gamer in the chat <laughs> i'm not so working 
Already. Hi. Mm. Oh God, she can. She's. We can Test. hear. We can hear. We her. can hear she you. Can, can you hear us? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hey. <laughs> Discord fucks with my headset sometimes. It's. It's whatever. Yeah. It does that to oh, Jeremy too. It does that to me constantly. Oh. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear I'm not the only one. <clears throat> Hi, Nick. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is strange. Yeah, it's always, I'm yeah, used it's always to hearing crazy. you talk, but usually when I talk back, you don't respond because uh, well, you know <laughs> we could keep it that way if you want. Yeah, we could just not say anything. <laughs> it would be a weird show, but we can do it. <laughs> yeah, we can try. No, uh, no, that's all right. I just pulled up the uh, season eleven page on just Wikipedia, not on like the Supernatural Wiki, and I'm seeing the DVD cover art for the first time, Ooh. and it has like steely dean winchester like you would expect mm. he's making mm-hmm. the face but i don't think i've ever seen a more upset sam winchester in my <laughs> life why did they choose that photo <laughs> so distressed and dean is so young as well yeah where is that picture from feels like that's like season four they got amara on the cover but sam mm-hmm. i can't stop looking at him it's gonna be all right buddy don't worry oh, I can't find, it's not on the wikipedia that i'm looking at where the, i gotta i gotta find it wait supernatural season 11 wikipedia has its own page i just posted Jeremy. something i'm sorry i broke rules probably but oh unbelievable oh my god i don't even know there could be like weird stuff in the show notes i have no idea what's in there it's only weird I... stuff <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to scroll through it but i saw a picture of Chris's bitmoji pooping, and that mm-hmm, was all mm-hmm. I needed. Okay, so. yeah, got to get out of there then. <laughs> oh wow, this like goes back to the season seven and stuff. Yep, dude, Mari Mars in here. What <laughs> is that allowed? Is that allowed? Why is this there a picture is, of me and my dad? It's so weird. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, no, yeah. We got to clean this out, Chris. We got to clean this. We really out. do. This Just delete it all right now. Just delete it all. This all the I'm a gamer things are in here. Oh Jesus. Uh, Niz, were you able to work out recording on your PC? Uh, I was going to do that after the show, but then we started earlier, so I'm sort of Googling. <laughs> you mentioned Audacity? I did, yeah. I can download that. Yeah, Audacity's free. Yeah, and it's pretty easy. Just got to make sure that your mic is set up correctly. Right, Chris? Yeah. Right. When we recorded with what's her name? What's wow. her name? Lynn? Don't remember. Wow. Don't remember. We recorded with, it was like three weeks. Dude, you forgot her name like the next week. All right. Anyway. Dude, um, I forgot her name during that podcast. During the podcast. No, she hasn't tweeted at us in a while. I think she heard that one. Whoops. <laughs> I like to think um, she's just busy with her book launch. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that might be it. Um, no, no when Lynn, I, uh, I, re- I used the wrong microphone when we recorded that episode. Yeah. Thankfully, Aww. Discord still had my right. Or my correct microphone, so we used uh, um, Zencaster that for that one to make it easy for her. Oh so. yeah, yeah. But we want Niz to struggle, so Niz has to go right. do all of this. Imagine if we had invited I... Lynn to the Discord. Oh my god! What? No. Create a Discord. Don't worry, honey. I'm just downloading shit on your PC. <laughs> <laughs> it says not a virus.exe. Is this okay? Yeah. Is this okay? <laughs> Oh, Audacity, blah, 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 blah. Do not need quick help. Um, sure. How? Jesus, it's been forever since I've used Audacity. Let me know when you get it like open on your computer and I'll tell you. I have it open. Like. Okay. So um, you want to make sure that... Oh, geez, I haven't done this in a while. So there should be like underneath the playback buttons, there's some drop-down menus. 
Um, the first mm-hmm. one should just be whatever your sound card is on your computer. The second one is the important uh-huh. one. That, that, that's the one yeah. that you're going to choose your mic. Um, yeah, when, it sets as a correct one. Cool. And then just make sure that it's the output is set. It's going to your headbud. Headbuds? Your headbuds? Yes. Headbuds. <laughs> that's a word. Absolutely. It's going to my headbud. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and uh, and then it, once you're there, you can just hit record and you should see it start recording with like a little waveform. Yes. Okay. And then um, in like two hours, once we finish, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll walk you through the process of getting that to mm-hmm. me. Jeremy, I really appreciate that. It, it shows a lot of dynamic uh, leadership uh, on your end that, <laughs> that I, I use Audacity every week and I have for at least three years now. And you didn't even think for a second to, to m- let me take the lead on that one. And I appreciate it because I would not have been able to help. <laughs> I just assume that I'm the tech guy for this yes. this relationship. <laughs> you yeah, assumed yeah. correctly. That's called dynamic leadership. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, do you have a Gmail so I can share a document with you? Yes. Um, would it would it boo? It. I will post it in the. Okay. Because I'm not gonna spell it. That's a whole thing. It's just my name. very warm in here right now it usually when we record a feedback episode i sweat a lot and that's what's happening now i am looking to get my um fan going because it is like 80 degrees in here i'm not kidding it's not fun summer's here we did it everyone chris i have a feeling that 80 degrees is different over there than it is here no, no, no! It's not oh. Celsius. That would have been. I would be dead. <laughs> okay, that's she's adaptive. <laughs> she's dynamic, just like you, Jeremy. She, it's a very dynamic podcast today. Yeah, <laughs> she's got that. She's got that heat sweat armor on from Ugh. Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna put an AC in this room this year finally because now that I'm working from home and I'm not in here for one hour a week, I have a reason to. Oh, you got it. Yeah. yeah, get some AC going. It won't be as fun, though, because that's just sort of my whole summer shtick, is that I just complained for, you know, six episodes, and then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could actually make different content besides Chris complaining wow. about his body. I'm sure you can find something else to complain about, Chris. I, I believe so. in you. Yeah. Oh, this isn't too bad. No, no, it's actually... Just, I mean, we're not going to make you read any Jeremy fanfiction on this, this time mm-hmm. around. So. <laughs> that was my one demand. It's like... Yeah. I think the only time we had the guest like read actual feedback was Eric. Um, somehow that just um, ended up happening. Didn't Roxy what... read your fanfic? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we had Maybe. we had Roxy read the fanfic. I want to say like the first four times we had a guest, we, we had him read the feedback. And they were like, you know Is what? Is that real? This is this is kind of weird. Maybe we shouldn't yeah. do that. <laughs> Let's not make other people read stuff about us yeah, to yeah. us. Nice things about us. Um, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit much. But some of these are some of these are you know not just that. There's actually some really good stuff in there. And okay. then there's Kinsey's, which we might just split up. I haven't really decided. <laughs> there's a lot. Oh, that's boy. that's edited, by the way. I took out three episodes worth of feedback that she had written in there. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. Shouts to Kinsey oh. that was writing one writing a feedback for every single episode of Supernatural. Wow! Wow! Uh, oh God! Someone is. I'm reading ahead, and someone just asked to fuck Mary Hunt, and I do not remember this character slash the joke. 
Oh no. Oh yeah. There's a there's a couple of those in here that I'm like, I remember <laughs> Scott Bro, but like Brad Buckner. I don't You <laughs> don't remember no. Brock Buckner? <laughs> Brock Buckner's the um he's the weightlifting dude. Oh that's who right. yeah, I yeah, pretended Sam was really into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Who's and Scott, Scott, I think we just made up. Scott yeah, Scott Bro was. We made up for <laughs> to be that in that episode. I think like they, that was the other guy that Brad was like competing against. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Yeah. We have. Um, oh shit! I did. I, I told that person I would include it, and I forgot to put it in here. So let me go to the Twitter real quick. It's tough. Uh, where did you post the thing? Oh, it's just in the. It's in the um, folder. It's in the Google. Oh, the notes. Folder. Yeah. Let's go to the feedback gotcha. notes page. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, right? Um, yeah. Oh, Eric didn't write in. Liar. Wait, why am I not finding this? What is happening? What are you looking for? I'm looking for the feedback email. <coughs> it's under the. It's in the feedback folder. Is that what you're missing? You. I'm a like, professional this. Don't judge me. I'm not. <laughs> when I say I'm oh, the tech guy. Oh, yeah. The one that said feedback. See, I thought that meant like 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 static feedback, like from your um, amplifier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Chris thinks that's where I hide all of my criticisms of him. Uh-huh. And I don't want to look at it. I don't want to know. Um, we got one from Cheryl. Is that my mom? <laughs> your mom's name is Cheryl? Finally, is. the mystery. Yes. We all know about your dad. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Cheryl's not very funny. She's just like... Oh, no. Wow. Gary's funny, though. (laughs) Shout out to the moms of the world who never had a chance to be funny because they were too busy raising their kids. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I didn't develop a sense of humor while I was wiping your ass, Chris Moser. (laughs) Cheryl's a lot more involved with my sisters, and me and Gary kind of have a thing. Mm-hmm. You and Gary, Gary, Gary likes to come over here. <laughs> Gary likes to come over here and get really mad at me about stuff I haven't done. And I'm like, dude, well, I'm 30. You gotta lay off. <laughs> it's uh, too late now. My dad told me one time, um, and he just said this like off the cuff. He's like, you know, when I was 35, by the time I was 35, I had my own business. And I'm like, yeah, you also had a kid in your, when you were 19 and didn't talk to me for 12 years. Like, what are we doing oh, compared oh. stuff? <laughs> Also, I'm 39. <laughs> and I don't want my own business. Thank you very yeah. much. Thanks, Dad. Well, I have a podcast. <laughs> it's it's like a business, but you give away everything for free and people get to yeah. write. You know what? I don't have time to explain what a podcast is. Oh. He only listens to Joe Rogan. And um, I think like I've tried to get him into other stuff before just anything good. He only listens to Joe Rogan. I haven't actually asked him how he's going to take this Spotify transition because I don't think he has Spotify. But yeah. Oh, no. I um, I watched some Joe Rogan video on YouTube a couple weeks ago. I didn't know that it was a Joe Rogan thing. It was uh. a, I, don't, I don't remember what it was. I clicked on it. He talked for five seconds. And I went, oh, it's Joe Rogan. I'm turning this off. Um, it's a J J R E Joe Rogan experience. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was clicking on, but ever since then, there is always a Joe Rogan video in my YouTube feed. Uh, oh, it yeah. will not go away. <laughs> It'll ruin it for you. That's why whenever yeah. I go to look at like problematic content on YouTube, I just use the Monster of the Week channel. I like I log in. Uh. That. <laughs> <laughs> so when I go back to my TV, it's just all the nice, clean Jeremy stuff. And uh-huh. Monster of the Week is a uh-huh. trash fire of simple and clean remixes and wrestling videos <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> for oh, some the, reason what's the other what's the other like one time me and chris spent I, it had to be an entire day just sending each other torn covers and this is like oh my years God. after season five we're like have you heard yeah. this one have you heard this one? Oh no 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 this one's really really good i like this uh-huh. one a lot <laughs> that's what we do man uh I know you've been so. Chris's YouTube is Kingdom Hearts, Joe mm-hmm. Rogan, and Torn. Yep. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story? I'm sure I've said it on this on some episode. I was in a. Uh, I had to take a religious studies class in college, and um, the teacher asked a question. Some kid raised his hand, and I don't remember what he said. It was about souls, but he gave an <laughs> answer, and the teacher was like, um. Yeah, okay, and then I call on the next person, and then just behind him, I hear him go, well, that's how it is on Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. That comment was just for him. He didn't want anyone to hear him, but... (laughs) You know what's funny is I actually Googled Scott Bro Supernatural before you explained (laughs) your joke, and I got (laughs) these images, and I would believe that any of them is Scott Bro. These all look like yeah. These all look like these could be anybody. Yeah. Oh my goodness. These are all good candidates for Scott Bro. That's yeah. Each and every one of those guys could be a Scott Bro. That's fucking hilarious. All right. That's what you should have named your uh, Dragon Quest character, Jeremy. Scott Bro. (laughs) Scott Bro. (laughs) Sam and Dean was too sweet. Did you see the the one I posted in the other day where it was Sam and Dean get the Wheel of Time? And I was like, this is too much. This is too fucking much. How, how many games have you done that in now? Where you've named the main character Sam and Dean? <laughs> um, I did it in that weird Fire Emblem iOS game. But yeah, I don't I, call it weird. I've played it every single day since it released. <laughs> like I said, that weird iOS Fire Emblem game. Um, I don't, but I don't think I played that one very long, so I don't think that counts. Uh, and then, like, uh, I did it. Like I think I did it in Breath of the Wild. I think I named the save that, but it because I kind of expected it to, but I forgot that the whole thing was voiced. So they they just say Link all the time. Like you're you're very specifically Link. Um, mm-hmm. You could even name your. I guess you could name a horse Sam and Dean, but I didn't do that. I don't know. Like it's several, I guess. Are we ready to talk about supernatural? What are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Niz, do you usually do you know how this show works? Uh. <laughs> Just to put you on the I've spot. never listened to okay. a okay. single well, episode. This is going to be a little strange. Um, so we'll, we're going to do the intro. Uh, I'm Jeremy. I'm Chris. And then you'll say I'm Niz, um, which is what we should refer to you on the podcast, by the way. I didn't actually ask that. Is that fine? Like, do you want to use a... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, and then... I'm going to call myself Nissa, but you can call me Niz. It's fine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we, we, we will use the, the name that you have named yourself. So let's tell us what to do and we will do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not Discord rules out here where I can just change people's names. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, I feel like I could I could be so productive on this podcast now because I finally cleaned my desk where I record. And let me tell you, it feels good. It feels good to be clean. You have that clean energy today. I was I meant to mention that, but you know, I didn't want to put you on the spot in <laughs> case you clean wasn't. energy. Did I not yeah. describe my outfit to you already? I am not. I don't have clean energy, my friend. Did you, <laughs> you did describe your outfit. I went outside in basketball shorts and an anime T-shirt with a with fuzzy slippers and a ponytail. I was. I, I'm oh, I'm, I'm a creature of the night now. Oh man, have you got your hair cut yet? Have you managed to get that 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 wild mane? No, dude, down? it's my hair's never been this long. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta braid it, my dude. I just, just gotta braid, braid it, it now. I just gotta braid it. Uh, it gets so I, hot on your neck. I didn't know that was like a thing, man. 
Yes, it does. It's a lot. Because all, all the women in the chat were like, yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah, I've had I've had long hair several times throughout my life, um, but generally in the summer it's a little bit shorter. And right now, man, it is full shoulder, like mullet to the shoulders. It's and it's a lot to, to handle. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, I have it really hard. Okay, <laughs> me specifically, I have it hard. I got a because they opened up haircutting places and the chick like literally went under her breath like damn. <laughs> I was like oh no. <laughs> like, like, what do you think I've been doing? I've been home. I can't cut it. Home. I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I've gotten pretty close to shaving my head a few times, but I'm worried that then I'll just look bald because I don't know what it, it's my. I've always had thin hair. So I, did you know just, that? Did you know that Heather shaved her head before she sent you that video? Yeah, she posted it in a while ago. Did she post ago. it? Okay, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I, must I forgot that. Because when we saw amazing. that video, I was like, oh, damn. <clears throat> it was actually around the time that I was thinking about shaving my head. Oh, sure, and I was like, I'm sure. not going to look <laughs> half as good as that. So, no, I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> I sent Niz the uh, season 12 theme today, by the way, in case we, oh, in case we mentioned excellent. it on this podcast. Excellent. It's so good. I'm so happy with the way it came out. Uh, he's not even done with it like they're still mixing to do so oh wow all right y'all ready to get back into it let's do it yes Chris and Jeremy, you idiots. What's this I hear about Monster of the Week? Balls. We came up with that idea years ago. But it seems like you've taken the ball and run with it, so good for you. I, um, I hear you've been doing this since 2016. That's consistent. Or maybe you just did it once since 2016. I'm not real sure. Anyway, congratulations, guys, and uh, I guess I'm going to have to listen to Monster of the Week and find out what's going on over there and what wonderful things you're saying about me. I look forward to that sort of thing. Anyway, I hope you're all keeping safe and healthy and that uh, you're not going too nuts in this crazy pandemic. Um... But uh, we shall overcome this thing and get through it. And uh, family don't end with blood, you know. You take care. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. 